Hello and welcome to the Nencho Podcast Speedrun Edition. I am your host, Kraftsdorf. This is Matho. Say hello, Matho. Uh, thanks for coming to the Nencho Podcast. Uh, see you next time. Yeah, okay, cool. Next time we're reading... Okay, anyway. Um, so yeah, chap- um, no, wait. I almost said chapter blank. <laughs> 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 um, no, we're reading the Dark Tournament. Uh, so dark, but not quite black, yes. Um, I've actually been looking forward to this one because, um, well, I think it's the best arc so far. How do you feel, Mathwiz? Um, I think I made a similar statement uh, back when I like watched it in the anime version. I think this arc like gets off to a really like slow start, and then eventually it gets to a pretty satisfying ending. But it's kind of like it, it's rough in places. Like it takes its time <laughs> getting to the good stuff. Well, it was funny in private. You were saying like, I guess it's better than Maze Castle. <laughs> like almost like. Well, yeah, because like I, I had said, um, oh, can't wait to talk about how the Dark Tournament is the worst arc in New Yuhaka show. Because I was thinking more like Chapter Black, Three Kings, you know, like in the big yeah. scheme of things. But I guess like if we are breaking down the individual like Spirit Detective arcs and not just lumping it all together as one big thing, then yeah, I guess technically Dark Tournament is better than. Some of the stuff that came before. Some of those middle one, yeah. Um, okay, because <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there. It's it, there's parts of it that are like. Uh, anyway, let's get to comments. Um, did you have comments? Um, I don't remember where I'd mentioned something in the podcast. Uh, I know we we were just in general doing like uh, d- the the talk about the one the one character in the, like the trans representation in yeah, just Miyuki, jump yes. in general. And uh, a couple of people oh, mentioned yes. uh, he, uh, Stop Pibari-kun, which was, I had, like, I remember that it existed, but I forgot that it was a Weekly Shonen Jump series back in, like, okay. the early 80s, so. I had, hadn't heard of it, or I, I, think, I feel like I've heard of it, but I didn't know anything about it, like, I, maybe I heard the title once or something. But, yeah, okay, there's, yeah, there's there was a, a YouTube video about it uh, uh. somewhere, and uh, yeah, it seems pretty interesting, I haven't read it yet, but. Yeah, so there was, like, something before Yu Yu Hakusho within, like, Jump itself that definitely had some level of focus on that. So, um, uh, Q, and I think maybe some other people, because we were talking about, or I was talking about, like, non-battles, or battle series, and people brought up Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, I was deliberately trying to bring up things before Yu-Gi-Oh! Because, yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh! would be the first, like, at least one one of the first that I know of actual like non battle series since it's a you know a card battler. But um, I was specifically thinking because uh, JoJo Stardust Crusaders and Yu Hakusho both ended before Yu Gi Oh started. So I was thinking exclusively in the terms of like um, like 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 before you like going into Yu Gi Oh. You know, so like I don't know what the author of Yu Gi Oh's influences were either. But I was just uh, that's that's where I was coming from because. Um, I, I knew about Yu-Gi-Oh! It's just that, like, until I watched Super Vegetables video, I hadn't thought about how JoJo was kind of like a precursor in a way. And then, of course, Yu Hakusho has some stuff later. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Anyway, um, Jalekok, <laughs> well, that, how did that, what what accent was that? Uh, Respawn. <laughs> um, he had a, he, had, he pointed out, because, like, I mentioned last time that I wasn't sure about reading self-hatred into Yusuke's character yet, but mm-hmm. he pointed out some observations that because it's much more apparent this stretch of chapters um but he pointed out some observations that were like he literally left his fucking body in the trash um at one point i think or maybe maybe i I feel like i remember that from the manga but uh 
yeah, so just stuff like that I, I hadn't uh, pieced together yet. That was fine. Um, he also mentioned something about, like, Togashi possibly and being, oh, the first to do psychological realism. But I'm like, he he only mentioned battle series and not, like, Ashita no Joe or delinquent manga. Delinquent manga are kind of a big deal. Especially, like, y- Yusuke is a delinquent character, you know? Like, I'm... <laughs> Maybe it's because of this comment, but I think I'm just gonna read Roku Denashi Blues or it's what's translated of it because it actually because I looked at it and it started before and ended after Yu Yu Hakusho, so it would have been running at the same time. And you heard about it from yeah, that was one your, of the yes. recommendations from my insecure shonen protagonist uh, yes. comment section. And also, like, I just need to read more old shonen in general. Uh, so, and this one's not fully translated, so it's probably not something we'll talk about on the Nen show. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, fuck it, yeah, I'll do it. Fuck it. Um, and those were all the. Uh, oh yeah, and the other comment was also on the Stop Hibari Kun. So um, yeah, I was gonna say I had also, um, I'd also had that that respawn comment because yeah, Yusuke's a he's an interesting character, and he gets more interesting as yeah, as things I'd, go along. I'd say he's still my favorite character. Um, but anyway, uh, I did have one more from from Caribay okay. one ninety seven, um, and it it was about like you know comments on the anime, like little things that maybe I didn't think to mention about like differences. One of them in particular mm-hmm. I wanted to spotlight was um, the all the little scenes they add in of Koenma like watching the stuff that Yusuke's doing. Yes, uh, Be- you mentioned those. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> on, while tweeting about the show because you uh, thought they were really yeah. annoying. I think. Well, it's. It was more like in the dark tournament because they happen like I don't think Koenma shows up at the stadium immediately oh, in his like gotcha. human form, um, so there are like the cutaways with him and it, it, it's all the time. Like the anime's pacing for the dark tournament is not great because like compared to the the first the spirit detective stuff that we just covered. Yeah, that was that's like, like a 50 two- chapters in 25 episodes, right? We were talking about, well, I mean, they cut like about a dozen of those chapters, but still. Yeah, um, so it's, but it like, so it's not quite the two to one ratio that I know Ember Reviews made a video about, about like how uh, to pace Shonen yeah. Jump stuff, but it, it, it kind of is there, even though they cut some stuff, but um, with the Dark Tournament, it ends up being like 60 chapters adapted into 40 episodes, which is like one and a half chapters ish mm-hmm. so there's a lot of you know cutaways to like koenma reacting and it does it keeps happening so it just gets repetitive and <laughs> old yeah that's that's one of the things i remember about because i i didn't i wasn't bothered because that's one of those things i've brought we've brought up or i've brought i think i'm pretty sure we've brought it before in the garage to like manga anime adaption because you know a small panel with like a line of text takes up like no page economy mm-hmm. but in an anime it ha- you have to like draw te- you have to like cut away to that character saying that thing if you're doing a straight adaption, so, you know, like, in the manga, like, I didn't really notice it, because it, if it was, you know, because it's just, like, little, you know, there, oh, a couple, uh, uh, you read Koenma's line, and you keep going, it's just a small panel, but in the anime, yeah, it's a potential flow breaker, so. I was actually uh, kind of surprised that, um, like, all the, the side characters, like, Botan and that group, like, I figured they would be there, but I was surprised they did get as many cutaways as they did in the manga, because that seemed kind of like uh, an anime-only sort of thing because you know taking the side characters and you know incorporating them a bit more but i think for the most part i don't really like remember any distinct differences like oh this Mm -hmm. didn't happen or this did i don't know yeah um actually no there there was one difference um because kuobara's sister had like a 
she had some sort of like weird relationship with Sakyo that I didn't quite understand. I don't know if it was like a romance thing. I don't really know what was going on with that. Was that in the anime? Yeah, in or the anime, because I noticed it wasn't in the manga. Yeah, okay, that's weird. Because when you brought it up, I'm like, wait, what? Did I miss something entirely? I just read this. No, I think, um, I don't know if, if they were using it as like a way to shed some extra light on Sakyo's character, but I don't really remember if it changed anything really about him other than just like, yeah. That seems unusual. Anyway, um, so getting into the reading, um, the dark tournament begins. Um, yeah, and I'd kind of mentioned this at the tail end of the last podcast, but compared to like Hunter Hunter, which was a series I really liked for how it had like breathing room between arcs and like, you know, the training arcs, they really flesh out the basics and stuff. Um, yes. But here in the dark tournament, it's just like, okay, let's just skip whatever months we have to train and just jump straight to the Dark Tournament. And yeah, I was kind of yeah, like... Yeah, you Hakusho, uh, like, um, you also did a video about how the arcs and Hunter x Hunter flow into each other, mm-hmm. where Yu Hakusho is very abrupt. Like, even at the end of this reading, I, I you know, just to make sure, I, I checked, I, like, it just goes right into Chapter Black, you know? Yeah, from so, more of, like, a, um, a plot perspective, I guess, because, like, you know, it's, like, narratively connected, or, like, what's the... The way, like, the, the tone of the series shifts is very natural, and it kind of flows from one arc to the next. But as far as, like, the actual events and pacing and stuff, it kind of stops start. Like, it, you know, we switch gears and go to something else. Which is not ne- inherently a bad thing. Um, I just think, in particular, with the Dark Tournament setup, it's n- I would have liked more. Yeah, that's fair. Um, anyway, let's get into the actual discussion. So, right off the bat... Um, okay, actually, I, we have to talk about something really important right <laughs> off the bat. Um, so you showed me that there was, uh, the, oh, these panels, uh, Viz took some liberties here. So I, uh, I guess we have to bring, we do, so, oh, yeah, um, regarding spoilers, yeah, uh, we're, we're probably gonna have to talk about some Yu, uh, a Yu Hakusho, like, setting spoiler here, uh, that's not revealed into the last arc, so I do apologize if you have not experienced Yu Hakusho before. But it does recontextualize the entire setting in a way that Viz was not aware of when they were, or I, I don't know if it's like, or I, I don't know, because I, I think this was one of, one of the things that frustrated me when I first read the series, and now it's like I don't know what to think because, yeah, okay. So anyway, later on, it's revealed that demons aren't actually that bad, and King Enmo is actually like deliberately making framing them as bad. I forget exactly why, but like, it's it's but and and then but this is kind of like. Indirectly contradicted in the Viz thing because it Viz frames that as all demons are actually bad because like there were the panels you showed me where it's like oh yeah we had deliberately had to do good things and not be evil to get these seats which is I was like oh okay then it was um, it was such a weird change too because <laughs> even like in the anime too but in like the the other translation the fan translation I read it's just like we're tired of waiting we paid good money for this blah 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 and it's like very generic just like yeah this is what they're yeah. here for but otherwise but it's just the- like <laughs> we, we, it's, it's so specific about like you know we want all this violent stuff and we we didn't do any of that for weeks so we could be here it just felt yeah. like it felt like a business like, it, it kind of made sense in a way because it's like they're even talking about how like the dark tournament it, it allows it uh, you know these violent tendencies to have an outlet that's not acting out on humans mm-hmm. and so and it's even for and you could say that it's furthered if like you have like okay let's say this is like an actual fact of the setting uh if you need to if you can you have to be a good demon quote unquote to go to the dark tournament to watch it so it's like that further um you know limits like the the, the bad deeds of demons you know so it's like it kind of makes sense but then it doesn't make sense like, at all yeah with all the people in the bad. crowd shouting like kill and stuff but it's like no yeah, these are the good demons 
Right. It's like, yeah, that's, oh yeah, I didn't think that is kind of weird because like, yeah, if these are the good demons, then I guess, they, I mean, they're, they're, they're like pretending to be good, I guess. So way to go. The, or at least how it is. It. It's, it's, yeah. So it's, it's really weird, especially with the later context and, um, and I see, I don't know how it's like, like, I guess the anime is probably closer, um, to how it's supposed to be, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really weird. It's one of those things that like, it's hard to read into properly because we don't have like a full, like competent, you know, translation that actually gets across what's supposed to be said, you know? Um, so very sad. Um, and well, I, I brought it up immediately because like, we kind of start off, like there's a bunch of demons in the woods. And there's like, look at all these souls, and they're all talking about how happy they are to eat humans. And then the uh, the boys come in, <laughs> well minus Yusuke, um, and they got to go on a ship. And there's a test on the ship, and this doesn't seem familiar at all if you've read Together. <laughs> <much before. laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're more hunter 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 exam vibes. <laughs> yes, um, uh, he ate is like tests Yusuke a bit, and Yusuke strong, um. There's a mysterious fighter who's totally not Genkai. Yeah, I, I don't know if like Togashi wanted it because again we've had like reveals like this before where it's like I'm yeah. not sure if it was supposed to be a surprise at all. Uh, well, but there is a bit. Like, of... I thought that exact same thing too, but how it like, but we do see under the mask later. So I think at this like it's like yeah, that's obviously Genkai. But then it's like we see under the mask and oh, it's not Genkai. Because uh, in the see, how do they handle it in the anime? Because there is no voice in the manga. Because like, there's one part in the manga where she says something, and it's like, oh, that doesn't sound like Genkai at all. But it's like, it's more uh, just like a, a a younger sounding version of her oh, voice. So it still still kind of sounds like Genkai. Okay, yeah. See, so probably a little harder to hide that <laughs> in the anime. Um, it's nothing that bothered me, but um, no, yeah, it might have just been more of like, uh, oh, these characters should be confused as to the, the fighter's identity. So yeah, so um, maybe it's more just like an in-setting thing than it is as like a verisimilitude thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the proper use of the word, but I just did it. You knew what I meant. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, I know what you meant. Um, but anyway, yeah, they get on the boat and they got to fight, uh, and they fight, <clears throat> and they're all cool. Yusuke sleep or no he's or no he oh no he yeah he's he's sleep fighting because he's tired um but it, it's also like indicative of just like how how severe Genkai's training would yes. be because like he's having to like defend himself in his sleep and he's like ah back off yep anyway we find out that uh like see last time the it, it with the um maze castle shit it basically ended up where Keiko bit kind of knows but also isn't being told and now Botan's just like okay let's go to the or no no Keiko bullied Botan into taking her to the dark tournament so and then mom and uh Kuovara's sister showed up too so it's like yeah there's no secret anymore he's just they're just there um, which I like uh because they were they were they, like they were fun this arc as the commentary because like uh because that's their close their you know close family members and no, yeah, I, I really did like they that they a, were there. Their cutaways were fun. A, yes, they have a bunch of good moments, too. Um, Especially seeing, like, because you have Yusuke's mother, who is, like, you know, this, like, connections to the Yakuza, so she's, like, very stern <laughs> and, like, I mean, like, maybe not stern is the word, but she she can be very, she's like, tough. She's yeah, tough. tough. Yeah. That's the word. She, I mean, she raised Yusuke as a teenager herself, so it's, like, how do you not get tough after that? Um, there was also the one part where I think, uh, like, Shizuru just, like, 
puts a cigarette butt on the one demon's like tongue yes. or whatever and they like explode or something maybe they don't explode but like it's they, like i think they, yeah they were like uh reeling backwards and yeah they hold their own against like fucking actual demons <laughs> as normal humans so um yeah it's pretty good um anyway they get harassed by uh rinku who's um one of the guys they fight um then they make it to a tournament i forget how just abrupt it is <laughs> not quite abrupt but it just like goes i suppose um Oh, uh, Koenma is also there. He's a big boy, uh, <laughs> but he still has the binky. Yeah, and then I like how there was like some sort of comment on it afterwards, where it's, the audience is like, "But why?" And T- Togashi's like, "No, it- it's uh, I don't know, <laughs> but it- it's it's just an aesthetic. It serves no other purpose." Well, it's, I guess it's, it's to make, connect it more to, like, oh, yeah, this is definitely Koenma, like, because that, that's his defining feature, right? The binky. Yeah, that, and then so. he's got, like, Junior written on his head. Yes. <laughs> but that's kind of it. I mean, otherwise, you might look at this, and it's like, who's this character? Which, uh, would, it would that okay, that would have actually been funny if, like, because you had the whole Genkai thing, but then it's like, who's this handsome man? And, oh, no, it's fucking Koenma. Yeah. <laughs> so. But anyway, we get to the first fight. I do think it's interesting that, um... The, I, and very, like, versatile is that he can, like, change... Like, the fighters decide on the rules that they fight with, basically, you know? Yeah. So they can have team matches, they could, or in this, one-on-ones and um, and such, which I mean, mostly it is one-on-ones, but it's kind of cool that there is some variety. No, um, yeah, there are interesting, like, mechanics with the, the Dark Tournament, uh, that, be, that being one of them, because some of the matches can be pretty uh, I- interesting. And I guess... As like a tournament, I guess it's it's good in that um, th- like the odds are always stacked, like unfairly so against the protagonist. Like the <laughs> rules are always changing yes. and stuff. So there, I guess if you're really in it from just like more of like a a plot story perspective of like oh the drama, how are they gonna get out of this one? Um, <laughs> yeah, though of course I like I kind of like once you even when you first like said you weren't huge on the dark tournament, like I was like. You know, considering Mathwis's stance on, like, having a bunch of fights in a row, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, she's not gonna care for this. And reading it, it's like, there are so few, like, actually good fights, like, a lot of them are just feel like, this is happening, you know, that kind of thing, where it's like... And some some of them, it's not even that I necessarily even dislike the fights, but it's not like I take anything particularly special away from yes. them. So it's like, that happened, and that's fine. But that, it, it, that yeah, happened and, is kind of the extent of my reaction. Yeah, but it, I guess with, I think it's like, if you're looking for, like, technical fights, you know, where, where like, Yu Hakusho is not, like, like Hunter Hunter is way better. JoJo was going around the same time, and I think it's wild and crazy, but I think it's got that aspect going for it, too. Uh, Pokemon Special, I read after <laughs> those two, and I was like, holy shit, why are these fights so good? What the fuck? Is that is a manga for seven-year-olds? <laughs> so, like, um, you know, Yuhawk Show's fights are fine, but they're not really standout in that regard. So it's like, you know, I, I like, if you're not going to give me technical fights, give me interesting conflicts. And Yuhawk Show kind of has technical fights and sometimes has it. Like, especially Yusuke versus Togoro. Like, that's like... Easily the best part of the manga so far for me. Um, maybe not easily, but it's it's really good. Um, but and a lot of dark tournament builds up to that, but not in only like mostly in like just getting Yusuke strong enough, really. Um, so yeah, like I'm just you know skipping through the uh, Kuwabara fight, and it's like it's fine. 
uh, with Yo-Yo Gat Kid, uh, who I literally just named three seconds ago and I've already forgotten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you? So yeah, I'm guessing you don't have any further thoughts th- thoughts on this fight or. Um. Yeah, no, not really. It's just kind of Kubara being a bit of a goofball. And yes. Kubara yeah. has a great moment later, but we'll get to that. Uh, though I also want to say, like, the way the yo-yos work with, like, putting the aura in them, it, it I was reading it and I was like, this feels like baby Nen, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know if you got that vibe. Well, because there was um, kind of something similar with Kuwabara, too, where he's like, oh, this sword hilt is like the, ex- uh, you know, an extension of myself. And is- so there are definitely some some powers that are like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, like, he obviously hasn't, you know, developed like developed the mechanic. Like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't have the mechanical uh, limitations of Nen, which I also think really make it interesting. But um it definitely like there's just parts of it that just like it's i mean what's one of the first characters who uses nen that we see is like uh, he uses tops instead of uh yo-yos so there's a similar kind of concept there of like supercharged toys you know um both out of takashi of course uh but anyway um kuwabara uh yeah kuwabara loses um because he gets ringed out and karama gets a fight Oh, okay, this fight um, with the Kamaitachi, or the Sickle Scythe Weasel, um, did you have any thoughts on it, or no? Wait, what about Itachi? Kamaitachi, oh, it's, ka- oh. it's, sickle. It's, it's a yokai, and that's uh, what this guy is. Um, no, there wasn't really much I took away from, like, I think it was, like, the first and, like, the second round, I was just kind of like, eh. <laughs> um, well, there was uh, one bit that I felt felt like my bit, bit of like. See, this is the vizism I noticed because he's talk. He's like has like, oh yeah, my familiars are stalking your family, your mom, and it, uh, they'll devour her. Um, so Kamaitachi, the sickle weasels, they have um, basically apparently one like in one take on them, like Ushio and Tora also does this, is that they're they're kind of they're supposed to be siblings, three siblings. So. Um, it's like so you have this main one and then you have the two siblings so but he says familiars and i wonder what it was originally supposed to be like maybe they kind of avoided that to avoid talking about the cultural like the, all this yokai lore that the audience would be expected to know because it's actually mm. japanese you know and i bring that up because you do kind of have a familial conflict here because karama is not quite a blood like yeah he was born and raised to this woman but he had a long history before that so it's like you could see that as like a non-blood familiar relationship and he's sticking his blood family after her so um i'm not sure if i have anything to to go from there but it was just an observation i had um because uh yeah karama wins (laughs) um brutally like it's funny the humans usually like become friends with their opponents (laughs) but the demons fucking murder them so it's like generally speaking um like, cause yeah, that's what happens next is he gets into his fight with uh, Zeru, and that uh, that I definitely remember from the anime because it's like, how do you forget that he turns him into a silhouette on the wall? Like, I, there's no way I'm gonna forget that if I watched it. Uh, yeah, this is where um, there were, there were definitely a couple of episodes in the anime where um, I don't remember how much influence Shinbo had, but I know he definitely did, like, storyboards and stuff. Um, yes, I know about he, him being attached to the anime version of this scene. So, um, like... In some way. Yeah, there is this... Okay, I guess basically anything where Hiei does his, like, 
you know the darkness the, of dragon um yeah the dragon of the darkness called. flame which is not yes. how viz translated it and i'm upset um <laughs> i know i see that's like yeah i kind of know that name even though i've been reading this version um and it's like it's such a like okay i don't know if it's ta specifically or like because he does the oh my right arm which is a weird thing that you see a lot in chunibyo characters like they um so I don't know if like that's because of like deliberately being influenced by Hiei. Oh yeah, guys, I think we talked about like its rel- like relative popularity. And so yeah, um, not only was Yuji Hakusho con- competing with Dragon, like it was it was running at the same time as Dragon Ball. It actually ended first, but it was selling like it was selling almost as well, like or even uh, some volumes even sold better, like because huh. it was a fucking huge hit. So um, but anyway, uh, uh oh yeah, but um, yeah, I think. With with regards to that attack, though, um, the second time that Hiei uses it, more towards, like, the end of the arc, uh, that one stands out in particular because it's, like, one whole episode, pretty much, dedicated to that <laughs> attack, which ordinarily would be like, wow, that's really that's bad some, pacing. Yeah. That's that's kind of <laughs> garbage. But it's just because it's, like, a big... I mean, it's... <sighs> Shimbo goes all out, and it's, like, it's a crazy visual thing so like it, it it works for that alone nice oh that's right they call it blazing fist of the overlord which makes no sense um like there's no dark darkness or dragon in there like i just i don't know what it's originally supposed to be well yeah because like otherwise when they don't use that name but they're like referring to it they refer to it as like the black dragon or whatever and i'm like yeah black dragon hellfire so that's a bit closer at least yeah um, but yeah uh he fucking destroys this guy and that's that. But he also, like, I guess he, Zero is, like, a really strong dude, and by doing so... Yeah, because that's the one thing, another thing, like, they, they do to keep tension is that they, we you know, the characters put out put out so much energy early on that they're, like, weakened later on. Like, he is, like, oh, yeah, I just used all of my spirit energy, and he's literally, like, crippled for, like, the next two rounds or stuff like that. So, um... So, and, and that also gives the other characters moments to do something, you know, when the, by not putting out the stronger ones, doing that kind of thing. So... Um, so, like, yeah, I do wish that, you know, the, it was, there was more going on on, like, an individual fight level, but I do think the, the general outer, like, structure of things, like, yeah, it's more dynamic and interesting, I think you could say. Um, but of course, like, at the same time, like, what do you come for the tournaments? It's the individual fights, and yeah, that's a fight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we, there's a lot of that, you know. Um, then now we're coming up on one I did, like, uh, Yusuke versus Chu, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's a fun one, but I, I guess, yeah, I mean. Yeah, well, yeah. mostly, like, yeah, like, on its own, like, because, you know, going to what I was saying about, like, Yusuke, you know, more befriending his opponents. Oh, I want to talk about Togashi's art for a bit, too, because there's one specific panel where Togashi draws, like, each individual strand of hair, and it, like, on his eyebrow, and, like... Uh, but yeah, like, I want so I want to talk about Togashi's art again, because, like, I definitely feel like... So I've heard it gets, like the health issues really start cropping up and, like, being a huge detriment in, um, Chapter Black, or at least towards the end. So to- Dark Tournament is probably, like, the best and most consistent Togashi's art is going to be. Yeah, and it- Because holy shit. Um, <laughs> go on, or what are you gonna say? No, no, yeah, it's... I was really impressed with with the art here, because I feel like... I'd imagine... Uh, I would imagine Hunter Hunter maybe doesn't reach these heights again as far as art quality, just... I mean, I could be wrong. 
I'm just considering, In individual like, panels, I would say so, but, like, not... As a whole. As, like, right, right. Because, um, like, because I do feel as, like, I was just talking about this, um, with, uh, Vindy on my, mon- on the Monster Hunter stream, like, the other day, and, like, like, the, the issues people point out with Hunter x Hunter, like, Togashi's always had them, but it's just that they're pushed to the point of, like, being really extreme in Hunter x Hunter. Like, yeah, Yu Hakusho's always been, it was pretty wordy in its own, but it's, like, that stands out less when there's art to go along with it, where in Hunter x Hunter, there's that meme page where it's literally just, like, two t- two panels with, like, two, fa- you know, face shots, and then the rest is literally just text. You know, and then of course, like, yeah, I was talking about last time is how you have this like spectrum of like low detail to high, really high detail with an actual like normal in the middle. And Hunter Hunter can do the really high details, but also has low details to the point of just not having art. So it's like, um, so, but this is like where those extremes are like, I think that for the, like for the art, it's at their, it's best point. Like there's one, there's one page specifically in the, um, the chew fight where it like looks like where they're doing the punch out with the knives and it's like like it looks like it's done in watercolor almost the way it's kind of like the the, it's i mean maybe it's because the the this was a full the full color or yeah and there were like a number of full color like the whole chapter was in full color i think there was like one or two of them in the like the first stretch we did but here yeah there was at least like maybe even like five or six like there were quite a few of them yeah and it was it was really cool like I, i'm just looking through it again and i'm just like damn this is some good at like the, the, there's some parts where he draws the motion that's really good like the sound effects aren't too like, like they don't cover that much of the art luckily like there's a couple panels but it's like um oh it's good shit um like togashi is like because people give him a lot of shit for hunter hunter but it's like no read the manga of Yu Hakusho Togashi's good okay (laughs) don't bully (laughs) um so yeah I did want to highlight the art because like especially going through these chapters again like goddamn (laughs) yeah especially Um, like one of the big um like one of the big important things about um Togoro's final form is that like it's it's so grotesque and like Togashi. Togashi loves drawing Togoro. Like, every other panel the dude is in is, like, hyper-detailed as fuck. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, just, like, all, like, oh, the, the, yeah, the little, like, individual veins and stuff that, like... Yeah, the muscle musculature, it's 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 good. Yeah, like, yes. I, like I had said, like, a big part, like, it's not, like, you know, cause, I mean, he says that, like, his thing is raw power, and so, like, you don't want to... I don't know, but it shows, like, the... Uh, like, the potentially destructive nature of power. So Togashi doesn't want to just, like, have him be just sort of, like, a generic buff muscular dude because, like, that's not that's not grotesque yes. enough. So, like, Togashi, he, he, yes. with, like, the, the shoulders... He, he, like, he, adds, he adds it into the design, right. The mushroom shoulders, yes. You mentioned that last Yes, the time. mushroom shoulders and then, like, his collarbone popping out and stuff. It's like... Aah. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he's gone... He's inhuman, yeah. And he he's literally sacrificed human, his humanity for power, and, it, like, it fits into... It's, like, the perfect design for that. Um, yeah. Um, but I will say, so one thing about this fight that stands out to me... Because, like... Because Yusuke likes to fight, but, like, once... And that, that that has some contrast with Tokoro later. And this is a this is a fight of him just enjoying the fight because he's fighting like someone mutually and like um they they both agree on this. Yeah. And, 
and they, that's kind of why they befriend each other because you know they just like they they're just like having this battle of strength and wit and like at the end it's just pure grit where they're doing the knife fight um and they just fucking wail on each other and and it's it's yeah you it's just yusuke like this is what yusuke enjoys about fighting is you know testing your metal against someone and you know only and of course only at risk to himself because he's yusuke um so well because like i feel like as a you know kid even though like yeah it's only been it's it's only been like a few months even though when i say that um but but at the start of the series he also was always fighting but it was in the same way so he never had a contrast as to like the life or death fighting which he doesn't like at all especially when it's at the risk of his friends you know and of course he doesn't want to die because he's seen how they were grieving for him even when he thought no one cared you know so it's like it, it, when it's life or death it changes completely for him and so now you have like this this sort of division on how much like what if depending on what Yusuke is fighting for and like what what the stakes are is why he ca- like you know it depends it basically depends on whether he likes it or not and uh or uh, so and this is just one of those fights there's the other one with Jin later and where it's like yeah this is what Yusuke likes about fighting and then you have the other fights where like, that's why he's in the Dark Tournament, because Togoro will kill him otherwise. That's what he doesn't like about fighting. So, you know, it's it's a good little uh, dichotomy. Is that the right word? Sure. Yeah, so I um, guess, like, the, those two fights in particular that you mentioned, like, the ones with Yusuke definitely do, um, you know, they're important in yes, that regard, that they like, highlight yes. that di- that discrepancy. Yes, which is, uh, yeah, so it's good. <laughs> And I guess after that, you get you, with the uh, we're, next. We're moving on to the the, the scientist guy. Um, though there's a little bit, there is a little breathing room in between the fights, which is good. I mean, before, so yeah, not between once the fights, this but arc the, uh, starts, yes. Togashi gets better with like you know having a little breathing room and like cutaways to the side yes. characters, or maybe there's some banter, you know, just other stuff yes. to you know flesh out the proceedings oh, yes. a bit. And in, in the rounds themselves, it's pretty much like straight through. We well. Uh, I don't know if, yeah, because he also structures in a way where he'll, like, he'll end a f- chapter on a big, like, cliffhanger moment, and then he'll finish the fight within, like, a couple pages of the next chapter, and then go right into the next fight. Mm-hmm. So, um, just, so it's like, he keeps the big chapter cliffhanger with leaving tension in the arrows to the victor is, but he won't end the, he'll usually, or he, he'll sometimes will, but he won't always end the, the match, or the chapter with, like, here's the winner, you know, like, um... Maybe he'll do that for the last one, but he won't do that on the way there as well. Or maybe at least at, not that I remember. Like skimming through, I might find uh, uh, counter uh, points to that. But um, I just, you know, he's he's got to play with the the jump the chapter rankings. You know, even if though at this point he was probably selling pretty well. So um, I think it's kind of funny, especially with um, when he'll like do that with Kuabara fights, where it's like, oh, here's the next matchup: Kuabara versus this guy, and then it ends up being like a gag that he gets like teleported away. <laughs> yeah that happened like exactly twice like jesus the poor dude um but anyway there the there's a bit of uh like keiko's afraid to talk to yusuke uh because she doesn't want to inf- interfere um he and uh yusuke go over their um the fact that like they put in so much effort in their fights against like a really strong opponent that, that and that's kind of cool like they they fought a, a strong guy first and so next they fight like guys who are technically weaker, but again the tension is up because they're not fighting at full potential. Um, oh, and I think I skipped it before, but there was the part already where Genkai mentioned that like Yusuke grows more through fighting than training. Yeah, 
Okay. And yeah. so, like, like okay, the, so the inverted me, but... bracket thing that they do kind of like works in their benefit. And as we find out, like with the um the one fight where uh, uh, I th- he was like trapped behind the barrier by the nurse demon lady, like. Uh, you know, there's like, uh, you know, Tokoro like probably arranged for this because he wants Yusuke to get stronger. Like that was the takeaway I had. For, I forget if it was directly stated or not, but that was like kind of kind of what I figured. Because mm-hmm. um, it makes sense, you know. Of course, Tokoro wants Yusuke to be at his peak when they fight, so he can have the best fight possible. So it makes sense that he literally like because Tokoro only has like literally two fights. Uh, like it's so stilted against Team uh, Urameshi, <laughs> like. Um, but it's it, so, and yeah, and, and yeah, this allows for, you know, more of the shonen fighting and it allows for Yusuke to get stronger. But I wanted to bring that up, especially because like, like I said, it's it's not a problem with you, with you, Hakusho. In fact, like, it's fine. I've, it's fine in general. But let's be honest, Yu Hakusho 100% gets a pass for doing things that people would complain about in other series. Like, yeah, I think kind of, I think I, that's kind of how I felt about it too. Yeah. Because, like, when people say that this is... <sighs> when when people were hyping this up to me that, like... Because, like, when I did my comparison of the, the Hero Academia and uh, Naruto tuning exam stuff, uh, everyone was like, oh, the Dark Tournament's the best tournament arc in all of anime <laughs> or whatever. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll see what I think about it. And then when I did, I, was, I felt kind of underwhelmed because, like, you know, it, d- it does have a really yeah, good ending like... and it has good, I think, unique elements to it. But at the same time... There is a lot of just, like, more standard shonen stuff, which is not a complaint, right. but when people were, like, hyping it up to me that, like, oh, it's it's this grand thing, like, it's one of the best tournament arcs ever. Eh. Yeah, like, I mean, honestly, like, going back to Fairy Tale, like, oh, if you no. chop off the Dragon Festival, like, the grand, I wouldn't put the grand, like, the Grand Magic Games that much below Dark Tournament if, like, if you talk about, chop off the Dragon Festival, it becomes even harder because, like, the game, like, yeah, I, I, I like having the variety, you know, like, and I think you'd agree at least some level, like, maybe not Grand Magic Games as, as an example, but, uh, you know, it's not just fighting, there's also, like, the other stuff going on, and that, uh, it makes it even more varied, and, um, like, yeah, like, yeah, the Yukusuke Togoro stuff was definitely better than, like, what, what a fairy tale of Sting's arc, I mean, as far as, like, personal emotions, like, Laxus versus Raven Tail was fucking hype for me. <laughs> so like I think the thing with tournament and, arcs is like you know it's kind of like because it, it does tend to be a lot of fighting you need to either like you know mix up the tone at certain points or mix up you know the style of combat or what exactly is going on which I think Yu Yu Hakusho does in some cases well but there are times where it's a lot of just like oh we fight the evil bad guy and we have to beat yeah. the evil bad guy and, like and and you know me I like my conflicts and Yu Hakusho hasn't really been good, like, with every single fight having some kind of conflict where it's usually just lore. Like, because cause a lot of this arc is really just building up to Yusuke versus Togoro. And honestly, like, the sad fart thing about, the, like, the, the Togoro team Togoro fighting is, like, literally three of the matches are just, like, there. And then it's Yusuke versus Togoro, which is great. Like, I would honestly say, like, I don't think any of those characters, other characters' matches in the team Togoro were be- particularly better than any other other ones before. So it's, like... Why have all this build up to Team Togoro when only one of the fights is actually good? <laughs> like I don't know how you felt. Maybe I'm misremembering or not giving him enough credit, but it's like I think um this might have just felt more prevalent in the anime, but it definitely felt like uh the Kurama Karasu fight was supposed to be kind of like the next the under tier thing. Like that's the like in the manga it didn't feel quite that much because like yeah, we did get the cutaways to to Karasu, but they're um 
Yeah, they, I don't know, uh, because I guess with yeah, the anime just being slower, it felt like they were trying to put more emphasis on it. Um, True. But yeah, like, I don't know, none of them, none of them are as, uh, no, no, you know, nothing really compares to uh, the the Toguro fight with Yusuke. Because, I mean, like, you have the other guy, Bui, who is just, like, he doesn't have any lines until he actually starts his fight. And then he just gets, you know, kind of <laughs> beat by Hiei in one big attack. And that... So, you know, there's not... Yes, one big episode-long attack. <laughs> so, apparently. Um, so that at least stands out. But, yeah, it's like... Again, like, I don't... Like, I'm not gonna say this is out... Like, it's... I, I, you know, it's... it's, it's I'm probably the best... I mean, Because mm, tuning exams was... Uh, is that a tournament arc? Because, like, if so... Yeah, I might put I might put tuning exams above dark tournament a little bit. Um, Grand Magic Games is weirdly comparable when I shouldn't think that like uh it's close. like that's just like a horrible hot takes lava takes I guess. It, um, but we really haven't had that many tournament arcs so far. Um, yeah, because like you know, Grand you, Magic like, Games so- aren't like an uh, an elimination thing. Like maybe the tuning exams right. don't have brackets until like the very end. But yeah, like if you're talking like straight fighting tournament, then like I guess. But at the same time, I can't like I haven't you know I I want to reread Dragon Ball. Uh, we haven't done Kanikumon yet. Um, or like neither of us have read it. I mean, um, I want to read Kanikumon eventually. Please let me. I don't know. We'll find. Uh, maybe we'll talk about. I don't fucking know. Um, like what else has like are people? What are people? What else are people comparing it to? Like, Shaman King was kind of so maybe it is the best like in a jump manga fight straight fighting tournament. But um, I also prefer the the non straight fighting tournaments anyway. So it's like okay, and then yeah, Yusuke versus Togaro is good. <laughs> so yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess I oh, if, yes. if you're gonna say um, that, oh. uh, well, never mind. Actually, that's kind of unrelated. So I was gonna say, well, then the My Hero Academia tournament arc isn't technically because they're not all fighting events. Yeah. But right, right. Um, I was also gonna say, um, I, the series I was mentioning last time was indeed Kangan Ashura. Because it's a ser- like that's the one where it's like a, a a martial arts tournament, and you see every single match apparently, even the the ones that like the characters who are in no way going to interact with the main character. Um, so yeah, because that's another sports. What if what <laughs> like that's a whole like do those count? Like it's for sport because sporting arcs love their tournaments, you know, uh, sporting series. So uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess like, it would like, just depend it, on what parameters you set. Like, are we talking just straight tournaments, or are we talking just right, action right. tournaments? Well, because, like, I'm just wondering, like, where where this idea came from, because, like, if, like, oh, yeah, Dragon Ball and Yu Show, yeah, Dark Tournament's the best tournament arc. Like, what 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 else are you comparing it to? <laughs> so, yeah, but, um, like, there's definitely good here, and, the, and talk about it, I'm realizing more, like, in, it's not interesting in the way that, like, I specifically look for interesting things, but, it's like, yeah, it's dynamic, and there's, like, variety... Some variety with the, um, like you know that the, how the characters choose to fight and stuff. So there's aspects, definitely aspects to like about it. Um, I just wish I liked more of the fights. So anyway, next we get uh one of those uh fights Yusuke doesn't like, where it's about the uh, you know, there's stakes involved because there's the biological weapons and the scientist. Um, perhaps <laughs> the purpose of these fights was to put us in the headspace of the protagonist because if the protagonist doesn't like the fight we as the audience <laughs> should not like the fight either <laughs> well i wanted to well, see i wanted to point out like because I, I like how the well it's it's mostly because it's funny but it starts out like the scientist is like oh yeah we have a 99.95 chance of victory and it's like how you mean a zero percent <laughs> chance of victory because <laughs> that's just how it goes like 
It wouldn't be interesting if he was correct, so therefore he must be wrong. Yeah, and it's also like, um, it, it doesn't matter at all, but it's kind of like, wh- wh- what are you using to get those calculations? Like, he's got a little machine, but I'm like, what all are you factoring into these calculations that like, oh, now we have a 50-something percent chance. What happened? Yeah, no, um, <laughs> yeah, because I guess it's to establish that, the, the, you know, the character's like, well, because, like, again, it's emotional power, so it's, like, when they care more about the fight, they're going to fight stronger, you know? And then, like, and now, because, like, it gets to the point where they're fighting, like, you know, they, like, Kovara has his, you know, com- connection thing, where he, uh, he get, he gets, like, the backstory, <laughs> which I don't remember if they actually expand on, like, how he can do that, because he kind of did the same thing in the Yukina Rescue, where he saw Yukina's past, um, so, um... I don't remember if they expand on that in the future. It's the thing it, that happens. Yeah, oh, yeah it's also, weird Togashi um... bullshit, but at least it's consistent weird <laughs> Togashi bullshit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, there's uh, uh, Hiei and Kurama are, have to deal with like some giant robot thing because they're being uh, pulled away from the fight. Um, that that happens. Um and then when they come back, they're like, oh, we, we we were able to find the guy who did the thing, and we were able to heal him because your your little henchman guy told us. Although I guess there wasn't really anything of like a... I mean, it, it's fine. There's no real complaint, but it's kind of like, how much time did you have? When when did your fight occur in relation to this fight? And how much... I don't know. Oh, oh um, I guess because uh, I'm, I'm at that point, there is a bonus chapter like literally halfway through that so we have to go stop our discussion of this uh, round halfway through uh the how he and karama met spoilers um, for the 2018 yu yu haka show ova <laughs> oh is that okay that's right I, for, I totally forgot there was a a new project and i didn't know what it was but it, okay so it adapted this yeah All it right, adapted this sense. and then i think there's like a chapter towards the end that wasn't in the anime that gets gotcha. brought in that's cool um did you watch those? Oh yeah, I guess so because you, you're talking about them. Duh. Well, I was gonna say I haven't I haven't seen the OVAs, so I don't know. But oh, okay. I, I just, just happened to are, look it up because I thought it was weird that because especially with like the anime airing in the like era that it did, where it's just kind of the continuous thing, and there were already like some potential pacing issues because of how they were adapting things. So I'm kind of surprised, you know, maybe even like between arcs or something that they didn't adapt this as just uh, yeah, like an yeah. episode or something that's so because like we we talked about that with one piece too because they don't adapt the cover stories they did the first two with the cub- buggy and kobe ones but like none of the other ones even though it's prime fucking filler content it's canon filler content it comes back into the main story just adapt the cover stories <laughs> but at, at least like <laughs> with this one like as we were able to see with the the popularity polls that came out um, cause we had two of them across the stretch. He is a popular character, the most popular character, according to these popularity polls. Yes. And depending on which one you're looking at, Karama is the second and or third most popular character. I think we just, I actually, shit, that the, uh, the popularity poll was during the two fights. So like we completely skipped it. Um, but yeah, so like I could see it. maybe the reason why the, like the one piece stuff didn't get adapted was because. Because I, I thought I remember hearing that, like, they did the buggy, the very first one or whatever, and, like, yes. I don't know, it didn't perform super well, so they kind of just stopped. But, like, for this one, you know, these are two of the most popular characters in the series, and there's a little story about, you know, it's a little origin story for them, so it is 
especially strange. Like with the with the cover arcs in One Piece, I kind of get it because maybe they're yeah. not the most popular characters in the series. You know, maybe they won't. yeah. Like uh, it's a ca- oh boy, an episode about caribou. I'm gonna skip this one. <laughs> you know, um, that's fair. <laughs> but anyway, um. So yeah, going back to the popularity poll, yeah, Hiei was first. I think, like, I've seen um, compilations of, like, the most popular characters by, like, votes. And, like, so keep in mind, like, One Piece is insanely popular, and Luffy has, like, usually gets, like, over 10,000 votes. He has 18, Hiei has 18,000 votes. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, I think part of it is, like, like, if you look, like, there's also, like, a way, like, uh, it's, like, there's a huge drop off after he. Oh and yeah, Yusuke, no, it goes from you... Hiei has eighteen thousand, Yusuke is seventeen thousand, Karama has eight thousand, Kuwabara at fourth place has sixteen hundred. In right, insane. Like Hiei, like has more votes than basically everyone after Karama combined. <laughs> no, actually, like maybe even if you include Karama, like it, because uh, yeah, after after um when you get to fifth place, I don't even think it. Yeah, fi- Botan is just over a thousand, a thousand nine ninety one. And uh, so it's six places, only 800. Like, Jesus Christ. The scale, like, so, like, with One Piece, yeah, Luffy has way more, less votes than Hiei, but the votes are also much closer, because I think Zoro and Sanji, or who else has been up in the top four? Uh, Ace, or no, was Ace up there? Or Law. Law was up there once. Um, they, they have a lot of votes, too. Um, so it's like, the, the, with One Piece, it's more balanced. With Hiei, it's so slanted towards him. Like, holy shit. <laughs> I didn't actually pay much attention to it. Um, yeah, no, yeah, neither no, had I until but... you mentioned it. Because, like, the only one who's He's... anywhere close is Yusuke. And even then, he's got a pretty decent edge on him. Yeah, it's only, like, it's really only three hundred, three, four hundred votes, honestly. Oh, like, I thought, I thought, it, I okay, I didn't read no, the numbers he, right. He is, yeah, he, he is 18, then 18,162, and Yusuke is 17,858. So he's only like, yeah, that's only 300 like votes behind. So pretty good. There's <laughs> this like Kirishima guy who I'm guessing was like a classmate or something at the school because I'm like, who is this? Who's this person? I'm also like, who is this? <laughs> when did they show up? <laughs> who is this? <laughs> and Togoro Brothers did not very well. Um, though it's uh, it's also interesting because does your scan have the Shonen Jump the the with the asterisk for the U.S. Shonen Jump um, uh, underneath? Because it's mine says it says first place Hiei, but then second uh, underneath it in a box it says first place with four thousand one hundred forty six votes. That was the American Shonen Jump. They had a popularity poll for Yu Hakusho characters. Um, if you do, so you don't see that. Oh, so what what I had done was um because of the site I'm using, the full page spreads were cut in half. So I ended up right. looking up the uh the fan translation of it. So I don't have the gotcha. Shonen Jump so, one in okay, front of so me. Okay, so I'll read it. I'll read it out to you because because I have it. So yeah, first first place was um Hiei with four thousand one hundred forty six votes. Second place was Karama with three thousand one hundred eighty one votes. Third place was Yusuke with two thousand sixty one votes. So Karama was more popular with America at this point. Well, see, I don't know. Mm, I guess they would have had. Yeah, they would have had to do this poll beforehand. But also, uh, to- like the the Togoro brothers are at seventh place with two hundred. Like the Togoro, Togoro, they got more votes in America than they did in Japan. So I wonder how many people like already knew about the manga or the, an- the how far was the anime along? Yeah, you know? yeah, because so, I definitely um, think it depends. Because like by the time of the first popularity poll, that was only shortly after. We hadn't gotten the most interesting, you know, Togoro content, so... Yes, not, not, but, yeah, I think we get that later. Or, well, there's another poll later, so we'll see what happens, but even then, it's not quite at the, like, yeah, at the end of the arc, so, um... 
But anyway, uh, continuing on, uh, Botan gets 4th place instead of 5th place with uh, 592 votes. Kobar gets 5th instead of 4th with 549 votes. No love for my boy um, Kuobara. Yeah. <laughs> um, Keiko got 6th place instead of 8th place with 216, uh, 218. Um, who's, uh, 7th was Toguro. Uh, Suzaku was 8th place with uh, 187. So... Um, yeah, Toguro placed above Suzaku in the America where Suzaku placed like at sixth with the uh, Toguro brothers being like the runners up at like 11th or 10th. Yeah, 11th with 10th place was Rando, who also got 10th place in America. Um, Koenma was ninth place in America and who was eighth. Where did you say Keiko gone, was? Keiko was uh, eighth in Japan, sixth in America. Okay. Oh, Suzaku was eighth. And then... Um, Kirishima was 11th and I'm like who the fuck is he <laughs> unless is it supposed to be no is, is it supposed to be Karama's human form no no no, no. that's not he it looks at all different. yeah he looks different yeah so I'm like well who is he and why is he ranking so like at all <laughs> but uh yeah so kind of interesting to see like the numbers swap around a bit especially Tog like Toguro being way- notably more popular in America um but anyway back to that the the prologue chapter um that <laughs> with the two most popular boys um first off we get some uh pieces of shit who are talking about luring girls to this abandoned place and they get uh presumably murdered or i forget yeah by the uh the demon um then anyway uh karama's being hunt- chased by another demon and there's a girl involved um who she's interested in the occult then he comes in and he's uh he believes he's after Karama, and when, um, because he thinks he's a minion of, er, of eight hands, the demon, but it was just a miss. Like, they do the comic book thing, where it's like, gotta get the characters fighting, but they're, 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 it's gotta be a misunderstanding, because they can't actually fight for a real reason. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, then they fight eight hands, um, and they beat him. <laughs> What'd you think? It was a chapter. Um, I mean, like, it's cool to kind of. You know, it, it was some, some Karama Hiei content that I hadn't known existed before. Uh, so I True, guess it that's was right, because cool. it wasn't in the anime, yeah. A little, yeah. little bit of things, um, or a little yeah. bit of story that, I that you know, I'm reading for the first time. But, I mean, it wasn't, I don't know, like, it wasn't that interesting of a story. Yeah. And, like, it kind of, like, I don't think it adds, like, because I guess we see, like, oh, this is how Hiei came to trust Karama before Karama was like, nah, I'm, I'm gonna take this mirror and dip, and, uh, you know, which pissed, kind of pissed Hiei off along with the, you know, so, um, I guess we saw that, that happened, but, uh, but yeah, it's fine. But anyway, back to the science boy and his, uh, machine men, or his brainwashed guy, um, gets pretty dark because they, like, literally want to die um because of the state they're in um and then of course we get the backstory where it turns out like their master was dying and they didn't obviously didn't want to lose him so they um sacrificed the, you know themselves to the doctor for him and of course um it turns out the master does actually come back uh or come to the fighting um yeah this was yeah th- this to me was the least interesting of the the fights fair like, I guess there was maybe some sort of, uh, like, thematic thing where it's like, oh, y- y- you know, like, they're here to fight demons or whatever, but like, oh, you you won't fight a human or something. But it's also, 
Yeah, and it's not quite in the same way that like Chapter Black will do later, where it's like the humans are actually evil; they're being like mind control <laughs> manipulated. Yes, um, and then um, well, there is a bit with like because um, you know, obviously the the students sac- you know they went went with the doctor because they didn't want the their their men- their sensei to die, and then um, the where the um, obviously like the sense like you know the sensei didn't want the the them to do this either, but um. It, well, it's because I, I think there there was just a little moment where he's like, um, like yeah, he's you know he's he he what um he's he was cured but he's still basically dead, um, and he's asking them to turn away so like they don't see him when he dies because obviously that's like the one thing they don't want but instead they embrace him and feels I guess <laughs> yeah so yeah. <laughs> The fight also ends in in more like Tagashi bullshit, um, because like Genkai does the power where she like purifies them, which is I don't know, like it's not necessarily bad because that's just kind of the the power system. Uh, this whole like yeah, the power system aura stuff yeah, is never, like it's basically like Baby Nen meets Fairy Tail because it's even emotion driven. Like that's like what is Fairy Tail if not emotion driven? You know. Like powers, so. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I'm comparing Yuhawk Show Fairy Tale again, <laughs> and not even like in a way to throw Fairy Tale under the bus. I'm gonna get stoned. Okay. <laughs> gonna throw rocks at me, math boys. <laughs> um. So anyway, next with the fighting with the Shadow Channelers, who are all like, like most of them like use some kind of elements. Um, Hiei and Genkai get trapped in the barrier by the, the nurse demon. Um, this is another one, like, I mostly, maybe I, maybe I mostly remember the nurse, but I, I remember seeing the anime for it, um, on TV. For, for but, some um, reason, I had thought that, like, when Hiei was trapped here, like, somehow the magic barrier the person was creating was, like, somehow healing his arm, but that wasn't the case at all, so I don't know how I got confused on that. Hmm, okay. I mean, it was recovering, but, so I guess I can understand why you saw the connection, but, uh, or saw a potential connection, but yeah, um... And I think the way they had, the other characters had kind of talked about it, too, it almost seemed like he would never be able to use that arm again, but maybe they just meant he'll never be able to use the yeah. the, the dragon again, which was also incorrect. Which wasn't even true. <laughs> right. Well, because, like, like, you know, in retrospect, it definitely makes sense where, it, like, he has to use all of his spirit energy to summon the dragon, and, like, he exhausted so much spirit energy, he can't easily fight, so he needs to recover that energy slowly, you know? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. It's, um, yeah. I do think it's kind of interesting how, because this happens with, uh, Kurama too, where Togashi introduces early on this, like, power-up sort of thing that they have, but they can't use it again immediately. Like, it's something that they have to figure out how to, like, how to mm-hmm. work, and then they, they use it again later in the final fights. Yep. Um. Also, there was, um, I think in between these rounds... There was um, a thing where like uh, Koenma, that's his name. He shows up and he like mentions the egg again, the the beast egg from the the spirit detective. Yes, stories. that's been like just chilling and uh, oh yeah, that like Yusuke's even like what egg? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh yeah. The anyway, the fight with uh, Karama and the fucking what's his name, the blood guy. Like had some moments that were cool. Like I liked when um. I can't use my arms well, or my legs. Let me just use my my hair whip, and <laughs> that's that's aesthetic as fuck. It is. Um, 
And then, of course, like, well, there was also the part where, like, he's trying to punch him and Karama's, like, dodging, but it's like, ha, I got my blood on you anyway. Uh, that was a cool... Well, because, like, yeah, his power is always with his blood, so it's like when he's wounded, so he's using the fact that he's wounded to uh, trap Karama. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, then there's the ice guy. Yeah, I guess these fights are kind of interesting in that, uh, like, the characters are kind of being forced to fight with limitations, which, so... It's not in the same way of, like, Nen limitations where there, like, with, I don't know if I'd say with Nen there are always, like, outcome or, like, outcomes you can sort of predict based on abilities, but, like, I don't know, there's a little more, what's, what am I looking to say here? I'm not quite sure, but, like, um, with, the, with these fights, um, like, we, we just kind of see characters do things we, you know, might not have known they could do before, like, you know, Karama using using uh the 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 uh, whip using his you know yeah. his hair with the like, aura which, to fight, yeah. which I don't know. Yeah, well, because like Togashi definitely kind of does the like, oh, I bet you didn't know I could do that. And, which it's fine if it like makes logical sense. Like, uh, yeah, we have always known Karama could just do plant stuff. Yeah, and yeah. why not make a whip from his hair? That's like something that falls in the rules. But sometimes it's like. Like, you know, like, yeah, like, early on he established Kobar can manipulate his, like, it's technically a, like a sword, but it's all, it could also be whatever the fuck he wants. So, like, later on against Elder Togaro, he, like, makes it into a fly swatter. Yeah. So, you know, it's, uh, you know, so it's like, yeah, it doesn't fit within, you know, what's kind of, like, like makes sense. Th- there are you know, some endings cause... to the fights which are like, oh, that was clever, that was pretty cool. And then there, there are other ones where it's like, oh, okay, they can do that, that's cool. Um, and I mean, like, that's not to say that the, the, the moments aren't cool because, you know, like we said, Karama doing some of the stuff, it's, it's aesthetic as fuck. Um, the part where he like, you know, puts the, like the plant seeds in his like wounds or whatever, because like, oh, the, the blood is where something aura is connected to it, which I think was like established in that fight. But I mean, I guess it's, yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, well, no, we are, we kind of already said it. Never mind. Yeah, but anyway, um, but yeah, Karama, like, manages to take two out of town two of them, even though he gets, like, kind of, like, fucked up in the first one, but then, um, the third one kind of abuses to rule the rules to be statistic, and, um, Yeah, because he didn't fall down, so he's still standing. Yeah. Although I do like how Yusuke flips that back on him later, where he's like, he's like, <laughs> oh, my ribs, hang on, I can't fight, and he's like, wait, but Dude, you're Dude, oh, he's such a... He's such a little bitch, yeah, like, um, cause he's talking about, like, uh, like, like, cause yeah, he, 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 he can dish it out, but he can't take it, so, um, and Yusuke destroys it, like, pretty, like, I'm looking and, like, um, yeah, the fight ends pretty quick, it looks like, like, he basically gets up, and the, cha- you know, he's, he blows away the fog, and the chapter ends, and then he's like, yeah, I'm gonna wrap this up in a two-page spread. I wonder if that was a vizism or if it was actually in the, because it's fine either, like, because some of the vizisms are fine. It's when it interrupts with the meaning that I'm kind of yeah, like, like, the, again, the, the fan the translation was kind of just like, uh, I'm gonna beat you or something. You know, it was more, it was more generic, yeah. but I liked the two-page spread prediction <laughs> thing because it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's meta. <laughs> exactly like it breaks the fourth wall for a fight that isn't super important anyway so like made like you know majorly uh but it's uh <laughs> but it's it's not like and it yeah, would be funny. the first time the fourth wall has been broken because togashi's done that a couple times with characters yeah, yeah. Things. <laughs> yes um but anyway so yeah he, went, he beats him pretty handily um and then we get the Jin fight 
where oh this one um i remember it from the super Hutchable video because he he has a really bad irish accent and super Hutchable reacts to it yeah because <laughs> he so that was pretty funny um like okay actually this is completely unrelated but one thing i want to say like seeing the super Hutchable panel is like he has jokes in his videos and stuff but they're like nowhere close to how funny the dude is in real life like holy shit he's like maybe it comes out on like his podcasts and let's plays and stuff but Super Private Wolf is a really funny guy. He's great. Oh my god. <laughs> so I just wanted to mention that while I'm while I'm on the subject. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we get it. You're best friends now. <laughs> Friendship end with end with Mathwiz. Math I'm friends with Super Private Wolf now. No, um, <laughs> I'm gonna be replaced. And... <laughs> anyway, um we got uh the gin fight. Um what did you think about the gin fight? It was fun, and you kinda talked about earlier how it sort of connects to the previous fight with Chu and then the later fight with Togro about like the, the the difference between, you know, what fighting can be. Yes, with Yusuke where he, you know, he enjoys this one and because Jin's, Jin's just, he's just fighting and they're doing, you know, he's doing the windy shit and, um, yep. And then Yusuke wins. <laughs> oh, and then we get, then after he, uh, knocks Jin into the stands, uh, Yukina shows up, which leads to, uh... If, yeah, this, yep, I think this is what I'm thinking of. Um, oh, yeah, so uh, that's right. Uh, Yusuke was um, technically out of bounds, and the announcer didn't start the count soon enough, so he gets it's a draw between Jin, because they technically both lost from being out of bounds. Um, so Kuwabara has to fight. <laughs> so what did you think about this, uh, this victory of Ku- Kuwabara's? I mean, um, it, it, it's clearly just like a lighthearted sort of, oh, he gets the the love power boost. Which... Yeah, the emotion power boost, and well, I this is probably the funniest moment of the manga for me because like I I co- just I guess completely forgot it. Like he's getting all this stone armor, and I'm thinking like, okay, here we go, here's another fight. Then he sees Yukina, and he's like, <laughs> he's fucking one shots. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just like, it was good because yeah, emotion love power up. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See and like like because that's the thing. It's, it's emotions, so it's like, you just, how do you, what, you know, the author knows exactly how to push their characters' buttons so they could easily do stuff like this. Um, and it's funny. Yeah. And that that's another one of those things, like I was talking about earlier, where, you know, even if you are going to do the, the fighting all the time, you know, you can also break it up with, like, you know, tonal juxtaposition. And so that happens here, yeah. where we just get a nice little, like, moment of levity, where Kuwabara just, you know... The, in, instead of the power of friendship, it's the power of love, and he just one-shots the guy. <laughs> and, like, that's more interesting than, like, an actual fight, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Because um, it's just, like, you know, we already had all these, like, fights, so it's, you know, just just, just end it. <laughs> so, you know, I guess I didn't mind it for that reason. Also, there's a cutaway, because there's the guy who was, like, fucking around with the, uh, the Yusuke's team, and he's, uh, Sakyo and, uh, Togoro come in and he was like, "Yeah, that w- that w- you you know you're pretty obvious. Like, I guess you know points for cleverness, but holy shit, you you suck." And then Togoro fucking like flicks him and explodes his brain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, more Jesus. more graphic violence. Yeah, Togoro's like that's like the second like uh, old fucking rich fa- rich asshole that he just uh, fucking murders. Um, so yeah, um, yeah, I think that. Um... Because you had men- mentioned something earlier that kind of caught my attention. Um, 
like how the brackets were probably structured this way so that Yusuke could get stronger because that's what Tagora wanted. Um, and so what I would imagine then is like with all the constant interference, Togoro probably like I'd imagine because like here you see he gets involved when the when the interference is so like blatant and obvious and one sided. Um, so like, yeah. he doesn't care necessarily if like the odds are going to be stacked against uh, Yusuke's team because you know that pu- that'll push him to get stronger. But like, if if there's any chance that it'll like cost them the match because that that's gonna take away uh, Togoro's fight with Yusuke, he doesn't yeah. want that. So when this guy is like, wait, no, this isn't. Yeah, I got I gotta make it so my team wins. He, they're like, nah, sorry, bud. Right, right. And there's even a part where like. Um, I think, I think it was a little earlier. They even said like, yeah, if you, if the, if their team can't get out of this, they're not even worth it, you know, kind of thing, which is close, but not oh, like, yeah, you know, yeah, I guess uh, they did yeah. say that. I forgot about that. Right. Right. So, um, but it's still like similar, yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, it is. Um, but anyway, yeah. So yeah, Kuvar wins and it's over <laughs> or that this round is over. We're already three, three rounds deep. Uh, so we're getting there. Like this is how long how long are we discussing? Over an hour, so actually quite a bit. Um so anyway, more more cooldown time. Um Kovar's uh, bragging to Yukina. Um, and then we get a, a Yusuke Keiko moment where yes. Yusuke sexually harasses her. No! <laughs> Cause I was like everything else no. about that moment was cute, but then you're like that's what you let off with. And I'm like, no, <laughs> Um, I mean, okay, so, like, I will say, like, the interactions between these two, this arc, did finally push them over Grey and Juvia, so this is my favorite, like, romance couple we've done so far on the Nen Show. Um, <laughs> I'll say a that. A tremendous um, accomplishment, indeed. <laughs> tremendous accomplishment. Yuyakusha was finally better than Fairy Tale. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um... Uh. But yeah, no, I do think that their their dynamic is interesting, um, and this kind of ties back to like the comment Keiko had made earlier, where she was like, "Oh, you know, I, do, I don't want to let him know that I'm here because it could throw him off his game or whatever." And you know, he looks like he's in his element. He looks like he's enjoying himself, which you know he couldn't do, you know, back at school or whatever because like he was always cast as the delinquent or whatever. But like here, he's in yeah. an environment where you know he he can fight and kind of do he can kind of just be himself. Um, right. But yeah, like, I guess you could say like, like the sexual harassment isn't great, but like their relationship, I think is one that, you know, we know that Yusuke is not, you know, the, like the morally, the most morally upstanding person. Um, and like Keiko knows that too. And like, she's kind of there to like, she, she knows what he, what he's been through. And so not to say that like, she lets him get off the hook with it because you know he does get you know the the slap and whatever because you yes, know the the cl- yeah but um uh, it's, still, it's like yeah that's the thing the character does the perfect thing and they get their shit kicked in like even the girls are able to like stand up the girls are always able to st- like as strong as the guys when it comes to perfect like <laughs> shit reactions that's, that's like, their power the one, boost or is... or being stupid or because again with like uh, there's the SBS comments about like with the, how does Nami hurt Luffy even though he's made of rubber and the answer is power of love because she cares about him so. She'll, she's able to beat the shit out of him, <laughs> uh, so even though he's rubber, because <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> and so here's Yusuke being stupid for different reasons. Um, um, but no, they're they're they are good together. Yeah. Um, so um, but yeah, yeah, just like the whole, 
you know, Yusuke's character being what it is and Keiko kind of understanding that. And I don't know, there de- are, there are definitely points, uh, I think more so later on where it's like, Keiko, you deserve better. But at the same time, <laughs> like a, a large part of why their relationship works is that, um, I don't know. Cause again, like I wouldn't say she lets Yusuke get off the hook with things. Um, but she is willing to kind of, uh, give him more credit because she knows that he has, you know, a good side. He's just, he's emotionally repressed and he's misunderstood and he just needs someone to love him. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he'll grow up and stop being a pervert one day. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so yeah, the egg hatches. It's a little duck bunny bird thing. I don't know. It's poop. <laughs> and, like, everyone laughs at it because it's it's doofy looking. Just like Yusuke's a doof. Oh, yeah, that, <laughs> it, it's a reflection of, of Yusuke's in, in, interior self. And so, you know, on the inside, Yusuke's just a fluffy little bunny penguin whatever <laughs> thing. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's just... <laughs> I'm just like, cause he's got like the same, Pooh keeps having the same neutral expression. No, like, cause I'm just looking at the pages where like Yusuke comes in and he's like angry cause he's being laughed at. And then after that, he was determined because they're going to go watch some of the fights. And Pooh's just like sitting there both times with the same, just vacant expression. Yeah. So, <laughs> I don't know, something about that makes me laugh. Yeah, it's funny. I'm looking at one of the panels I screen capped and Pooh is like sitting on his head and he's just like staring blankly forward. And it's like, oh God. <laughs> The stories yep. behind those eyes. What has he seen? <laughs> he's seen he's seen every waking mode of Yusuke, <laughs> so um So anyway they go to watch Team Toguro, um and Oh, they they bump into the team the evil fairy tales. Uh oh, yep. Of the, course the, they're always Japanese fairy the tales. The evil so fairy tale, yes. Yusuke and <laughs> the Hakusha team defeat fairy tale and <laughs> vanquish it from our memories forever you got me there <laughs> okay see i i wanted to make this into like a, a meme image but like it, i realized it would be way too much work but i was gonna do the you know the scene on um before sabote where zoro sees kami and she he like forgets kokoro and he's like oh first time for everything i wanted to make a joke of that into like you forgetting fairy tale um so but it, i realized it would be too much work so i just didn't but uh <laughs> Yeah. Um Oh, so anyway, uh Genkai reveals herself to uh Yusuke and she does a spirit gun and turns younger because that's how her powers work. Oh yeah, now we get Yusuke's test um where uh oh, you have to kill me and he goes in and he's like, "I, I no." And she's like, "Okay, good." <laughs> so there, there is That was the test. Yeah, I was going to say there is one little line of dialogue that I'm not sure if I'm supposed to take it at face value and say that she's being entirely honest, knowing what she said earlier and what she says later about, like, you know, her morals and stuff. Um, but she's like, oh, as if I would train someone who would kill me. But I'm like, Rando, though, you said you would... You wanted to, yeah. Or you were willing to. Like, she said, I'd train whoever. And Rando was literally someone who would kill her. And she had also, But then she also <laughs> says later, like, you know, she's not against certain villains or what or whatever exactly the phrasing was but she's like but you in particular you know you i don't like you uh, oh that's right during the like uh, yeah in the fight with against the fairy tales where where yeah the, she's like oh you're just some justice and genkai's like eh. so i don't know if yeah, it was so more they, just kind of like 
that's a thing she said to show like you know maybe she's grown closer to yusuke she's like as if i would train maybe. someone but it's more like i don't know and or is it visisms like are they just being a little, like, well i don't i don't think it's a visism yeah, because i thought okay. i remember that being oh, brought up in the it. anime gotcha, too gotcha gotcha okay that's fair that's fair um unless maybe it was a dubism hmm that the trans like i don't think we've had like um naruto had some flubs um and with like one piece i knew because like i i think i mentioned back on um jaya when black because blackbeard mentions hockey in the original uh japanese and the colored translation but not the the viz translation didn't include it because i guess and they actually had the opposite meaning when in the line that they said you know mm-hmm. so like you know so i i, I at least know some of them but like you shows i don't know as well like and there you know apparently there is like yeah i have only read the story like apparently you know i think i read the original viz or maybe some of it no actually some of it might have been fan translated so i don't even the last volumes probably but uh yeah it's uh and it has been in a while anyway i just don't know you show as well to be able to like point out all the possible visisms or mistranslations or because uh, it's 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 weird yeah uh so we haven't had this issue before really um, it's kind of funny though because it's almost the inverse of the fairy tale problem where you're like oh so many of the problems i had with it were because of these fan translations yeah. <laughs> whereas here <laughs> it's right. like but the problems are with the viz <laughs> the official translation maybe yeah or maybe it might be in the original too i just don't know because i you know i've only experienced like some of the manga and even then i like the other time i did it was so long ago i don't even know you know i don't remember all the details that might have been changed in the translation so um yep but uh but yeah this is like a big moment for like uh you know, because it, it differentiates Yusuke and Togro, because Togro will get is willing to get strong no matter what, and Yusuke uh, isn't, and so Genkai is able, like you know, because he's you know willing to you know has that like inte- you know will to integrity, you could say that you know Genkai does give him the spirit orb so he can uh, get the stronger. Um, and then he explodes moment. and dies yes, for dies, a few days. Uh, that again, <laughs> <laughs> he, he's died before. It's okay. <laughs> It's another one of those, like, things that I always kind of think... Whenever I think of, like, the, you know, the quote-unquote ass-pull power-up, I always think back to, like, the the thing of Goku in the the first Piccolo arc, where, like, he takes a shot of whatever the the mystery holy water is, and then he, like, rises on the ground for a bit, and it's like, oh, I I can relate to, to that, and I understand what he's going through. But, like... I don't know. I don't know if there's really much of a difference if you can, like, actually see, like, oh, Yusuke's got, like, a but He's all cut up, and he's got, like, wounds and stuff. Like, I don't know if that makes it any different, yeah, but... it does make it... Like, with the nature of this power-up and how it was, like, tied into his character arc and, like, the passing of the torch stuff and Genkai's arc, like, it, it works. I don't have any yeah. problems with it. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but anyway, since Yusuke is... See, now we get another fight where Yusuke is, uh, you know... Like a strong character is out of like commission, so the the other guys have to you know manage, and so you like it's three against five more or less. Um, with the the fairy tale, <laughs> I don't know, I forget what their team name is. So I'm just gonna <laughs> call them Hiromashima's fairy tale. <laughs> so Hiromashima's fairy tale comes in, and they they use the dice for their matches, so they're just you know random. But then if the person's not there or whatever, uh, they it's choice. You know, they could just so um anyway, um. <laughs> I, the first part is fine because it's you know the, like he like cuts off his hand when he doesn't like yeah <laughs> oh you're bleeding already <laughs> like 
<laughs> what an asshole. And the guy doesn't even, like, no, feel it somehow. He's just like, what are you talking about? Ah! <laughs> and, yeah, he just kills himself. Uh, at least it was over with quickly. <laughs> yeah, those... I uh, See, part of me kind of wonders... Um, although I guess Karama had his moment, too. But I thought I remember someone in the comments, which I don't... I, you know, I don't, I guess, have a source to back this up other than the person who said it in the comments, and I don't know what their source was. But they had said something like, oh, Hiei was going to originally be, like, a one-off villain guy, but then he was popular, so he came back. But, like, now that I know, like, Hiei's, you know, number one in the popularity poll, two times running, um, I, I almost wonder if, like, Hiei got these two fights and, like, the moment to just be a badass because, like, he's a popular character, <laughs> so let's go ahead and... Yeah. I mean, like, yes, I don't yeah, have a problem with that, it because Hiei like... is a badass and these fights are cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and they're just like, yeah, you just can see Hiei doing something cool. It's cool. Um, so, oh, yeah, then after that um, is uh, Hiei versus uh, Hisoka. No, not really, but, like, aspects of his, like, clothes made me think about, like, the vest, I think, in particular, maybe goes, like, hey, this seems a little familiar. I don't know why. <laughs> huh. I guess I didn't get that vibe because I'm thinking... No. Yeah, yeah, I don't or, know. Who are you thinking? I mean, like, I, I guess maybe, like, the jacket and stuff. It's, it's, yeah, no, it's a, it's a pretty, like, I don't know why I got that. Maybe it's because I haven't, I don't think about Hunter Hunter as much, or I haven't <laughs> thought about it in a while, but, like, I just saw the the vest and, like, uh, I, for some reason I just went, Hisoka. <laughs> I don't know. Yep, Hisoka the Beast Man, <laughs> the guy who could transform into beasts. Yeah, after, yeah at that point, it, no, at that point it was like, okay, I know, know Hisoka here. But, um, yeah, he has a power we can memorize, uh, you know, things that he's taken damage from so uh he's invincible if he's been hurt before um yeah so he like slices and, yeah. off his fingers so that he can like uh get the the strength of the the sword or whatever yep and then um, oh that's right that's right that's right i love the conclusion of this fight not necessarily for the the way it ends I, but I what happens exactly. afterwards <laughs> Oh, I thought you were going to say it's because, or you mean because he doesn't like how it, he, the, I didn't want to use this ability because it's too like, like too much like cool. Yes. <laughs> that part's funny. Yeah. Um, Cause this is also like, I mean, I guess it makes sense, but it is kind of like a ability coming out of nowhere, but at least it makes sense why it wouldn't you, it's a petty reason, but that, that adds to a bit of humor to it. Like, like, cause I will say like, I don't think the characters are like, except for Yusuke, I wouldn't say like most of the, like I do like Hei and Kuwabara. Karama's just kind of there. Um, he has moments, I guess. But they're definitely likable. Like, the cast is likable, you know? So, I, I, you know, outside of Yusuke, I don't think they're particularly interesting. But, yeah, they're, they they have good interactions. They're fine, you know? Um, and the, the little stuff like this, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They so. do have good, like, you know, interpersonal banter. And I think that's what makes... I think I, I could see why some people might prefer this core group of four... To the Hunter Hunter cast, because they do yeah. have See, the more, I'm... like, um, yeah. like, there's more camaraderie, yeah, I think, with the, the Hunter Hunter group, but, like, here there's more, um, uh, I keep saying banter, but, like, what's the actual word I'm looking for? We're, like, you know, uh, there's, so, so, there's some, like, cynicism in there, too, where, like, they're always taking jabs at each other and stuff. <laughs> Right, which is, well, which I find relatable because I'm always, like, here, uh, uh, the average conversation with what the what, uh, I have with what the what, it starts with him uh, adding me and saying, hey, Craftsdorf, why do you suck? And I'm just like, fuck you. <laughs> like, this is how we open up our conversations. Like, I get it. It's relatable. <laughs> but, um, and, like, that's what I'm coming to realize reading The Dark Torrent. Like, you know, 
I, I'm understanding more why people like Yu Hakusho, even though I don't personally like, like, yeah, the, the Dark Tournament has cool stuff to it, but it's like, I, I, you know, I like the meaningful conflicts, and it's, it's got, like, a couple of those, but it's overall not as much, and, like, yeah, the, the characters have, you know, these little, these little moments between them, but I, you know, that's also not specifically, like, what I like from a character, so to speak, like, I do like interesting, like, likable characters, yeah, sure, but I also like it when they're interesting, you know, and, Yeah, because, uh, like, what, do, what does, what quite... does Hiei, you know, using his flame sword say about, you know, his trust theme from the pre- prior right. arcs? Uh, not yeah, much, like, really. and that's the thing, is, like, yeah, I wouldn't say that, like, yeah, Hiei or cool, like, yeah, like, outside of Yusuke, like, none of them really get a lot of character stuff, this, this arc, even though they're having all these fights, and it's, like, well, fights are a great way to explore a character, and that's not really being done. Actually, you know, it's, outside of use. It's kind of funny that like, I mentioned right. the specific example I did because you could maybe say, "Oh, he using, you know, Kuubara's ability," even True. though you know maybe there's some level there. But more like I the, mean, yeah. you know, the Dragon of the Darkness Flame. What does that have to do with trust? That has nothing to yeah, do. with I mean, there's definitely some. Well, like, I guess yeah, not trust, but I guess like there is a sort of. Um, well, there's a comparison with Bowie later, but we'll get to that. Um, so anyway, first, next up is Reverse Urashima versus Kurama. Um, Urashima's the lies, he, and then... Uh, and then his power backfires on him. He's like, oh, I'm going to revert <laughs> you to your pre-human state. And then it's like, oh no, but Kurama's a demon. <laughs> yeah, did, didn't, didn't work out for you, did it, buddy? <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny because... Uh, I don't know if it was also in the, the the original Japanese, but like in the in the English dub, the uh, the announcer, like okay, in the anime, the the like the cat girl announcer, she gets she gets like more personality and like things to do um, because you know with more more time, there's more padding and stuff. But like in the when uh, when Karama does this like transformation, she's like, oh look at this hunk or whatever. And honestly, that's a mood. She's a tra- <laughs> she's <laughs> nice. But no, yeah, um, it's just really funny. I should have seen that coming. I should have seen that coming. <laughs> um. Although personally, I, I I think I personally would prefer you know the what what's the name of the human that Karama is? I totally forgot. Oh um. Fuck. But I but That's I like I like question. the the red haired Karama more than the fox. But you know, it, I okay. just thought it was funny because I'm like ah okay I get it. <laughs> it's a different um, kind of aesthetic, anyway, um, but I, I can I can appreciate. No, yeah, that's fair. Um, and it's and it's definitely like the face is different. You know, it's there's some usually I feel like since it's more serious, there's more detail too because Tokashi be like that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's a different it's it's a different yeah different aesthetic. Um, <laughs> But anyway, so yeah, like, uh, Kurama instills fear in Urashima. Urashima's about to spill some secrets, and he gets stabbed and dies. Um, and Kurama reverts. Um, we cut away to, uh, Yusuke. He's dying, but Pooh is helping, and you kind of get, like, Yusuke's care. you know, like, yes, he's, it's, you know, struggling. It's, but it's because, you know, he's like, oh, I'm gonna die here. But because he sees someone else struggling for his sake, that's when he is like, ah, shit, you know, I gotta... Yeah, he's reminded of basically the whole first arc, and he's like, nah, I'm fine, you know, he doesn't, and like, and that's, uh, he gets like, uh, I just realized, like, looking at this moment again, it's kind of reminiscent of some Luffy moments where he, like, he comes to Genkai, and he's, like, obviously, like, more fucked up, but he's like, no, 
what about Pooh? Can you help Pooh? You know, like, where that reminds me of, like, Luffy and Empledowner on Drum, where he's, like, fucked up, but he's like, oh, Mr. Two, Sanji and Nami, can you help them? Like, it's good shonen boy moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. But, like, yeah, uh, for that's... for him in particular, though, it is more of the, yes. the self-hatred sort of thing, because, like, you know, when someone else is doing something for his sake, you know, he doesn't want to be, like, a burden on them or whatever, so... Yes. He's like, ah, shit, I gotta Yusuke's kick like, my ass in gear. Yeah, practically his defining characteristic, yeah. <laughs> so it's good. Uh, anyway, now we get the uh, Waka, the who has the fangirls, all the cute, like, demon monster girls who are, like, into him. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, he fights Kurama, and he's like, no, I'm not fighting Kurama. Or no, Kuwabara, why did I say Kurama? Fuck, I'm an idiot. Um, oh, that's right. But he does uh, in going to the the uh, old tournament site. He runs into all the girls, the 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 team Yurameshi groupies. <laughs> you can say, yeah, because they went to um, the wrong they, they... stadium because they didn't know that they yes. moved. And so then we get a little yep. more of a bit of a break for levity and stuff. Yes, before going to uh, Genkai, and then yeah, this is. Um... Oh, and here's the panel that really made me think, like, oh yeah, to- uh, Togashi loves drawing Togoro because. Um, uh, Genkai gets unmasked and they're like, "Hey, they tr- they tr- swapped out um uh they swapped out the uh the the contestants. They're cheating." And Togoro covers for them and he's like, "Yeah, no, they're the same. Shut up." And they're like, "Yeah." What? Um but there's like this panel where like uh, Togoro's holding the microphone and he's got like like I'm looking at his fingers are detailed. He's got shading on his face. He's got like a a shit-eating grin. <laughs> his clothes have like fabric that have like little uh, you know, folds in them. Yeah, and I'm just like, "Fuck." Togashi loves drawing this man. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. Also, I, I only noticed it now, but like, there's also like an, an announcer lady who, um, there's a, even a like little, little like note in the sidebar. Where it's like, I get carried away by personal taste because this lady is also hyper detailed, like her fucking yeah. hair, like Jesus Christ. And she's like, she's almost like a photo in the, some of the ways she's like beautiful. Yeah, she, so she was like, like to- one of the just like random. <laughs> women that he would just like draw at random spots in the manga yeah but he this time he put her in the manga <laughs> yeah it's uh <laughs> i just noticed that and it's like togashi you're you're not doing any favors on your back with all this good art <laughs> like and you mentioned before like all, why why are you giving him all these color chapters jump are you trying to kill him <laughs> like uh no yeah it's it... <laughs> Oh, that's right. Yeah, this is the, this is the moment that really solidified the Yusuke Keiko thing for me. Is on the way to the arena, they see Yusuke lying on the in the woods, and Keiko stays with him. And like, <laughs> if that was cute. yes, um, but I'm I'm not quite there yet. But I'll, I'll so I'll bring I might bring it up again when we get there. But uh, but yeah, Genkai is allowed to fight. Uh, so the fight continues. We get the the justice uh speech and. Because yeah, he's uh, she does that. Well, maybe we're not so different. And he's like, he gets mad, and she uh, reflects his attack back on him. Yeah, because she only has enough energy for like the three spirit blasts or whatever. But yes. so she doesn't yeah, use she's... her energy; she uses his, and bada boom. Yep, and that leaves the old man, um, who <laughs> teleports Kuwabar away again. Like the poor dude can't get a break, or that's what happens, right? Yeah, he uses like and t- to the same spot too, so it's like dude can't get a break. 
But anyway, now we get the Keiko Yusuke moment where she she's like, oh, he's taller, you know. And then she like like Yusuke like leans on her and she's like, well, no for no harm here. And she's just like, yeah, I'll uh, like yeah. <laughs> it's cute. Yes. And then um, they get attacked by demons, but Chu, all the uh, all the all Yusuke's like friendship uh, fighting buddy battle buddies uh, come to help it, help. So. Yes, um, it was also kind of funny when they're just like the little like comments they made because they're like, oh, so this is you know he looks human, you know, like he doesn't look like the the fighting machine that they had like seen before. Yeah. And then like, he'd also made like some sort of comment in his sleep or whatever. And it's like, Oh, so you have that kind of relationship. Yes. And Keiko's like, no. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Cause like Jin like pulls on his cheek and she don't Keiko, don't shoot me like a kid. All the time. And then they're just, it's, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also really liked, uh, Keiko's outfit in the stretch of chapters. Like there was in particular when they first like had their little meetup scene, it's Togashi did one of those, like, character standing in front of the panels and it's just ah it's it's good oh yeah that's right yes um yes anyway um so back to the fighting um the old man gets up against genkai and he he turns out to be a a literal clown um but it's it's okay no not even yeah (laughs) and it kind of like subverts the oh saving the best for last because he is like oh I, I, you know, I'm a sp- I hate the elderly. I'm a, I'm a spooky dude. And then he just gets beaten up. <laughs> Genkai didn't even have to use her aura. Yeah, She's just like, like I'm going to punch you because I'm physically strong. Yeah, like he's got a whole speech that I'm, that I'm reading. And he, like, he has a whole thing about how, um, you know, he doesn't have an identity, but he also wants to be, uh, yeah. Um, he wants to be remembered, but he won't show his face. Yes. So, yeah, he wants to be remembered, but he doesn't have an identity, you could say. Which is like, yep. well, he wants to be a myth, but yeah, and he's like, co- you know, he's copying techniques, like it, it you know, it's a kind of experience thing, you know, because he doesn't have. Uh... Oh, that's right, because she beats him up, and oh, I can't even see a real face under all the bruises yeah. and the swelling. So, yep, uh, and that's it. Anyway, we're almost to the final round, I believe. Um, so we get a little bit of a preview with uh, Karasu and Bui, where they just where they're fighting the. The Ocha Rangers, uh, is that a Super Sentai oh. reference? Um, probably. <laughs> or what were you going to say? No, I wasn't going to say anything. I was just like, whoa. Yeah, okay. Um, and then, yeah, Kar- Karasu destroys his dude. Bowie pulls out a giant fucking axe. And, uh... Yeah, the, yeah, the guy's he, like, there's he... no way he'll ever swing that so fast at such close range. And then he just gets, like, cut clean in half and there's, like, organs flying. Like, it splatters into the crowd. It's like, ugh. Togashi. <laughs> Fucking gross, yeah. And then Elder Togoro defeats the rest of them. Oh, a obliterating teamwork is my specialty. I'm so evil. Like, he's so, like, he, he, to, honestly, Elder Togoro kind of hits the comically evil parts at times. On yeah. Him, so, and he's uh, like, he, he, there, like, there was the interesting moment where he mentions, uh, like, oh, Karasu and Bui once gave, gave us that look too, you know, yes. because, you know, the desire to kill us or whatever. We're, we're just stronger than they are. Uh, but he's like, yeah, but, um, you know, I'm still gonna kill you anyway. Blah. Yeah. Um, like, I, I was about to, I just, I just wanted to say, like, yeah, there's a reason Elder Togoro is called Elder Togoro, and Younger Togoro is just called Togoro. <laughs> like, yeah, he's the other one, and Togoro is the good one. He's more kind um, of like a character to reflect another character, um, because, like, with, with Togoro, or- there's a moment later where... 
where they interact. Yeah, together. and we'll, it kind of we'll shows. We'll get to that if that's the one. Well, yeah, we'll get yes. to it later. Or, yeah. Um, oh yeah, there's a bit where uh, Karasu like uh, <laughs> creeps on Karama, where uh, they were watching him and like, wait, Karasu's gone, and then uh, he's just like behind. Yeah, he's, he's uh, all Karama cryptic because up. he's like. Oh, one of you will die today. And then he disappears. He's like, Karama, oh, is Karama going to get blown up? No. <laughs> yeah, he's, and, they're, and, they're, and then two have a kind of moment of like, yeah, we're, we're, we're a bit outmatched here. Um, then we get uh, the to- like two former you know com- comrades who fought in the Dark Tournament 50 years ago. Um but yeah, Sogoro versus and Genkai. Uh, this was. Uh, how'd you feel about this one? Um, I mean, I I think it's interesting for you know what, what the backstory, like how it, it reflects Togoro's character, and it kind of ties in ge- the way that like Genkai's powers change her age because before it might have just seemed like oh it's a convenient way to keep the mystery with Genkai's <laughs> identity going. Um, but because of like you know what we learned about Togoro, where he you know, sort of sold his humanity. Uh, oh, I really like the line he has later where he's like, I sold my soul, but not my standards. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, it's it's interesting to see. So we kind of get like Genkai in her prime. We, we get to see her, but we also see Togoro who, you know, decided not to age. He used his wish to, you know, gain demonic powers and strength so he could always stay in his prime and his abilities would never deteriorate um, as opposed to Genkai who chose to chose to live and retain her humanity and as a result you know she had to deal with the the, the flaws of humanity aging and her abilities yes. leaving her and that sort of thing right and togoro like you know he, he 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 yeah he didn't want to lose anything but at the same time he cut off everyone in to do so and now here he is against again you know what was once like yeah a comrade that he you know fought alongside so um yeah, so got got that shonen thing where it's like no, no, you gotta accept death and move on, and the young generation has to surpass, and you know Togoro rejects that, so that's why he's the antagonist. Um, but it's also, but I mean, there's like an interesting ideological conflict behind Togoro's actions. Like he, at one point, I think he says, you know, like he 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 was scared of his abilities sort of deteriorating, and yeah. he was scared of aging, and right. so. Um, I think there was almost, like, an implied sort of, like, romance or something between... Maybe not, but, like, Genkai had said about, maybe. like, growing That's old together I... and stuff. Uh, but Togoro was like, nah, I, I don't want that. I don't want to grow old. You know, he Right, he doesn't want... Like I said, he doesn't want to lose anything, but in doing so, he I, I, he cut himself off from everyone because every, anyone who w- is willing to accept... Like, yeah, it's, it is almost... I'm not sure, It's not a contradiction, but it's, like, it's more like... That's what he was willing to sacrifice to not lose. Like, you know, he... he, he the only thing he has complete control over is, is himself, really. So, yeah. yeah. And he does, by, by like, yeah, maybe he could have, you know, had a life with Genkai. But, yeah, he didn't want to see the two of them grow old. And, like, there is some sort of, like, yeah, like, you know. There's um, even the part where like, he yeah, says, like, you're not Genkai, just, like, you know, the shadow of something yes. or whatever. He, yes, he doesn't accept how, like, yeah, he, he, you know, cared for the old one, the one in that moment. But, obviously, she was willing to move on and he wasn't so he's still like yeah this isn't you and that's like obviously wrong um like he even says like i should have ended your life while you were strong and beautiful like that because that would kind of preserve her in a sense because he never got to see the old genkai and of course she rejects that i am genkai um so yeah it's it's good um and she tries to uh 
open his eyes, but she fails. Togoro is too strong. Um, cause, and she was weakened, you know, weakening anyway. Like she still puts up a pretty good fight for someone who's yeah, like, she like uh, losing blows all of her off power. his arm almost, but he just has, yeah. Well, that was only, I think that was 45% arm. And then he goes 80%. Oh, okay. And at, at that point, she's not able to touch him pretty much. Yeah. Like, cause she even does like a big final attack. And when Yusuke gets there, she's dead and he's basically unhurt. So yeah. Yeah. Togoro too fucking strong. Um, but yeah, Genkai uh, gives her last words. Um, she's like, uh, she explains, um, like she, she perfect, you know, she her, she basically never wanted to do the dark tournament again. Um, but she was invited anyway. Um, she tells Yusuke, she tells Yusuke to you know um, remember like what matters and why he fights, you know, and that like of course so of course you know we which we've talked about a bit you know he wants to protect his friends he doesn't want them to come to harm and he enjoys fights where that's not an issue um and of course but togro of course forced him into this situation that he's not you know, like that what the, the first thing he does is he like falls to his knees in despair when he finds out what's going on so it's like yeah um togro talks about how like oh you either you know live you either grow stronger or die and genkai died so and yeah, Yusuke's emotions, like, are able to, he, like, cripples Togoro's hand even though he gets fucking wrecked. Like, so that was cool. Because, cause, yeah, Genkai's attack didn't touch him, touch Togoro, but uh, Yusuke's attack, like, his hand's all fucked up, so, damn. Yeah. But anyway, we're almost done. Oh, yeah, um, Kurama and he are doing some practice and training, because they... They need to win. Um, oh, and here's the moment, one of the moments where I'm just like, uh, yeah, Yu Hakusho is doing the thing. Because, like, the the one guy comes by and he, uh, Suzuki, and he gives, like, he gives Kuwabara the sword hilt, and he gives uh, Kurama the, the juice, yeah. the, um, the, the potion. Like, the potion makes sense because, like, it ties into the Urashima stuff. The sword hilt, it's like, okay. Like, they're, they're just getting handout power-ups. I thought people <laughs> like, didn't like Naruto because Naruto gets handout power-ups instead of um, working hard all the time. But here you have, like, oh, they're working hard, and then, oh, no, here, just have handout power-ups. Because, like, it's not even for its meaningful reasons. Like, Naruto got his uh, stuff from, and Sasuke got their stuff from the Sage of Six Paths because of, like, who they were and the choices they were making. That was, like, a big thing. And here it's just like, yeah, I don't want Togoro to be right. So... Uh, I'm like, uh, like, because Togoro believes in about power, and he wanted to defeat uh, Togoro, um, so he gives them more power. Um, so yeah, like it's no. Again, I don't have a problem with this. It's the only problem I have is with just the 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 idea that people like bitch about thing A when thing B does the exact same thing and no one cares. Uh-huh. You know, um, so. Cause, cause again, I think we've talked about it before, but like people way oversell the Naruto hard work thing because like when was Naruto popular in the West? The tuning exams. What was the big theme explored in the tuning exams? Hard work. Therefore, the only idea about this story is hard work, right? Like no, like I don't know. <laughs> no, there's so much more to Naruto than that, and just like reducing it to hard work and not even like yeah, and all like the destiny stuff, which. Like, Plague of Gripes awful fucking video about Naruto. That's just a joke, and he doesn't even know about Naruto, but it's still 40 minutes long, and woefully, like, did, 
You, how many? How much of it did you watch? Like five seconds? Five yeah, minutes? I was going to say, was did it? you watch the whole uh-huh. thing? Because I couldn't get through it. I never it. watched it, no, because I've just heard a lot of bitching about it because it's... Eh, eh. And I've heard uh, some people want to make full responses to it, uh, but no one's... Uh, apparently, I think Clyde the Weeboo did, but it was terrible because he's not a smart oh, guy. Oh, no. <laughs> that was... Uh, yeah, because I know people kept asking me to do it, but I was like, then I'd have to watch it. <laughs> Maybe we should have teamed up and done it because the, the Shonen boys, um, the two, those who represent, um, yeah. um, Ash, or, um, Ashura's, or no, wait, Ashura and Indra, yeah. Those who are, you know, teaming up as Ashura to defeat Indra. No, I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to make an Archer reference. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes, the, the series we're actually talking about. Um, but yeah, Koenma talks to Yusuke and, um, yeah, that's the thing about the character death in this series is that, like, they're literally, like, arm-in-arm with the afterlife, which, you know, Dragon Ball also does, so it's, like, kind of similar there, honestly. Um, and Bleach. Though, like, Don't forget Bleach, because that came true, up. True, true, yes. Late. With the full rings, yeah. Well, I mean, the spirits are different because, like, they're already dead, like, the soul reapers and stuff, but the that did happen with the full ring arc, where it's like, yeah, all these characters die, but they literally just come back for the blood yeah, war. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and then, so here you have, like, Koenma comes to deliver a message to Genkai, um, or from Genkai to Yusuke. Um, like, she's sick of your face, and she doesn't want to um, see you for a while, so don't die, just win. And it's like, you know, she's, she's the harsh mentor, you know, she's, she's, so, she's I, I love the kind of, like, it's almost Sundere in a way, but not quite. <laughs> but yeah, Yusuke puts off a really strong spirit gun to inner honor, memory. Um, then we get the last conflict. Um, oh, no, well, first there's a little bit of important uh, stakes, um, where, uh, so, like, they're talking about, like, what they do with the insane profit you win for when your sponsored team makes it through um or or the and the gambling and such too but um so we get we get some important context on Sakio cuz he's ba- well especially like I think we get some later but I might as well talk about it now where he's basically a sociopath you know like he's like oh I grew up in a fine environment I, something was just wrong in my brain and so he wants um a tunnel to the demon world so that strong demons can pass easily like basically like yeah, he's just because he you know he's like oh yeah I, I tortured animals and you know humans and that got bored for me so I got into gambling. He's basically incredibly fucked up. Yeah, and he just wants to see like horrible shit happen. So he's like, and he's and you know his interests happen to align with Togro, who is basically the strongest being in the human world, and um, so he wants to go to the demon world to fuck shit up and see what's going on over there, um, because there's stronger demons over there. And for um, some reason, um. Like, with Sakyo in particular, um, like, Togashi had, like, an author comment about how, um, like, something relating to his villains, let me pull it up, he had said something like, uh, you know, you know, I, I, you know, I'm good at thinking up bad guys, and I think he said something about, like, you know, like, he, he feels like he, personality-wise, like, resembles some of his villains more, um, and I don't know, for some reason, like, Sakyo just kind of, like, stands out to me as, like, I don't know, is is this Togashi? Is this the hidden <laughs> nihilism with underneath the... I wonder. Well, um, oh, that's right, because last time I talked about, like, you know, the the ways an author puts himself into work is not necessarily, like, re- re- like reflective of them. No, like, yeah. In that case, that's him saying it, so it's a different, but, um, 
one person pointed out on my server um there's a game called the beginner's guide it's a it's a kind of walking simulator so it's not really but it's um it's definitely related to the subject because kind of the point of the game is that like a creator like because that's the thing is if you recognize yourself in your work you can deliberately like avoid like and this game is very much about like uh yeah because like there's a way of like you know recognizing your own biases and then like if you can recognize it you can kind of throw throw it off so like i'm not i'm not i'm obviously not saying that like oh uh, togashi is sakio but like i don't know (laughs) for some reason like (laughs) that just kind of but you you get vibes where it's like maybe this is kind of like how he is yeah especially or even not it's just interesting that like it still says a little bit of something about his headspace, I think, because, like, the fact that he th- he thought up a character like this, it's just interesting. And it's, it's, I'm not saying that, like, you know, this mm-hmm. is reflective of Togashi's personality verbatim or anything. Yeah, because like, he might be more reflective of Togoro, who's actually a pretty good guy. Like, we don't know the guy, you know, he's a human being. We don't know yeah. him. Um, but, uh, well, I would just, just to describe the sort of, like, beginner's guide, basically, like, um, it's sort of a like there's one person and his friend who designs like levels and you play through those levels as the per- the person is like describing like oh this is what this level says about my friend but it kind of ends up with like the it, it goes it, it, and yeah that obviously if the game is about that it's going to explore that so I, it was a wild uh, ride it was only a few hours so I definitely recommend it um, and like it's, it's a walking simulator so even if it's a video game like you don't actually ha- it's it's not really gameplay beyond like moving. So, uh, but it's definitely interesting, and I honestly kind of want to replay it after, like, reconsidering it with, like, what we were discussing, you know, about, like, you know, reading into the author from the work, because, like, yeah, the author is a human being, you know, you don't know a human being from reading, like, messages on Twitter or, you know, their their works, and you can get personal, that's not to say you can't get personal, but, like, I wouldn't say, like, I know Hiro Mashima just because I've, like, I... Like, yeah, I know the thing about this father, and I've re- read into that and cried over the moments with Haru and Natsu, you know, but I'm, you know, that's, and that's interesting as an emotional reaction, but, uh, yeah, I'm not going to try and pretend like I know Mashima, so it's like, because I do see that. I see people, or like, um, another one is with Oda, where it's like, oh yeah, Oda draws women this way. He must want, actually want real women to be like yeah, this, and it's like, what? no, that's that not... Make... No, like, uh, e- even when I say... You know, when I make, like, I feel like I can see a bit of the author in a character or something. That's not to say, oh, I feel like the author is this character or something, like... Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, because, like, Togashi's not an author I've seen a lot, like, um, I've seen, you know, a lot of the, those, like, I haven't seen that message that you talked about, um, even if it was in this reading, I might have just skimmed over it, you know? I think there's something that comes um, up later where there was like an interview or something where he mentions like uh, someone in chapter black, there was like someone he, he kind of felt like he connected to, but even then, like when someone says they connect to either a fictional character or even a fictional character that they've created, um, you know, you can't be inside that person's headspace and understand like, well, what do they feel like they connect to in that character? So, and people can interpret characters in different ways. So yeah, it's tricky. Cause like I've written little, like, um, to go to my fan fiction that I've written is like the the two main antagonists on my first one are like they're basically death cultists who want the entire world gone and I connect to them in ways I don't connect to them in that <laughs> way but like there's like because I've I like re like you know doing my work and like looking back after the fact I realize like the elements of myself that are in these characters yeah. and like you know but again I would you know but unless you talk to me like specifically talk to me and have me explain what these elements are you know, or knew me really well and were able to see that in the characters, like, knowing that, 
only then would like you know would I like, like you you would wow, just you read that everyone yeah, and say oh Kraftsdorf is a death cultist <laughs> exactly so yeah it's uh you know it's a it's a subject that is like I'm not you know I definitely think it's worth considering and talking about but I definitely feel as though like judgment should not be made about a person because of the art that they make yeah. you know um like even if it's bad art like you know that's one thing i stand by with the tirade is that like as much as i didn't like fairy tale i never like shot like i, I was I, I think my like i was disappointed in mashima and i was like what the fuck but i was never like mashima is a terrible person and i hate him like i was never anything like that like i didn't condone any harassment of him obviously like because yeah authors get death threats which is just like the most petty shitty thing i can like that's horrible like why would you do that um, they're just fucking making a story that they feel like making. Don't, ah. Um, now I'm just anyway. remembering, like, um, actually... people complaining to Kubo about, like, oh, if you kill, um... Byakuya, I'm gonna kill myself. Uh, no, stop. Yeah, like... I was thinking more, like... Because, yeah, that's the one I, I was. Remember. I was thinking Hitsugaya. Byakuya was the one I remember. Hitsugaya, yeah, see, well, see, well, Hitsugaya, like, Byakuya had the whole, I guess... Oh, that's the thing, is I realized, is spoilers, because, like... We keep talking about the old stuff we've already read, like, with, all, with full spoilers. And sometimes even Hunter x Hunter, because we've both gotten through it, like, twice, you know? Um, so it's like, I'm sorry for anyone who hasn't, like, gone yeah, through it. Yeah, there was and, a like, comment. Listen to the entire, there was a like, comment on the last yeah. one where it was just like, I wonder if the podcast will eventually get to a point where people who haven't, like, spent so much time studying Shonen will, like, just not be able to yeah, comprehend. Like, which would be interesting, because, like, we're reading, like, like I mentioned a hypothetical Nensho, we're reading something that started this year that's finally got ten volumes, and we're mentioning, like, shonens that, like, like no one's fucking heard of because we've re- what we've watched so much on the we've read through so much on the Nen show like oh yeah remember this thing in Elemental Galade <laughs> and like you know one of the ones I've never fucking heard of <laughs> and I'm just like but but no it's actually very interesting so it's like oh my god what if we hit that point that's funny we'll just um, eventually get to the point where it's like oh my hero academia <laughs> really did a Yu Yu Hakusho with this Naruto One Piece bleach <laughs> <laughs> and people will just be like what are they saying. Oh god, yeah. Um but yeah, spoiler cuz that's the other thing is spoilers because yeah, if you didn't haven't read Bleach, uh yeah, I'm about to mention the um yeah, Byakuya has a part where he like nearly dies and it's like oh and people thought he was actually dead and allegedly Kubo got like hate mail about it and it turns out the character was alive, so people are like, "Oh, did he bring this character back uh because of the mail or was he always intended to not be dead?" which I, you know, was the case I sort of thought uh reading it because like the moment, the reasons he came back was kind of like important. So, uh, but yeah, it's that's like, also part of why like I'm not super interested in like the speculation side of things because it's always like you could always you never know like what the author is planning. So you could always say that like oh they only brought this character back or they only did this thing because right. of this reason. And they're also not the only like my like yeah sure the assistants probably have their own thoughts and stuff like um, the editors especially have a lot of input. So it's like the author isn't the only creative voice in their work, you know, even if they are the primary one. Um, so, you know, there's other things to consider too, but anyway, um, but yeah, the, 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 everyone's been training, practicing, um, and they're going to the finals. They're gonna do the fight. Um, be the fighty boys <laughs> against the baddest of boys, <laughs> the men, boys against the men. There we go. Um, also it was kind of interesting cause neither team has a fifth member, like, uh, or they, well, they do. It's just like for Team Togoro, it's actually Sakyo and uh, Koenma steps in for uh, Genkai because she's dead. Um, so they have, they both have an extra non-combatant, non-combatant 
Um, but anyway, so first off is uh, Karasu versus Karama. Oh no, I'm so far behind on my panels. I thought like, oh, this one little gag here oh. was from the the Toguro oh, go fight. No, go ahead. It was up. not. Um, oh. I, I like the oh. one little part where they did like the they had to do the rock paper scissors to decide the thing, and he is like, what's rock paper scissors? And also just like, to, um. <laughs> Togashi does this occasionally where, like, Hiei's height is conveyed by only his, like, part of his hair, like, being present in the panel. <laughs> so he's, like, not even in the panel because he's just so short. And it's just, like, why, why you got to do that to my man, Togashi? Because he, he's so tiny. It's true. Yeah, because I've, I've been pointing that when he was first introduced because he's, like, half Goki's height. And, yeah, Goki's a big dude, but he is fucking teen. And, like, it's even another similar one is Genkai and Togoro because Genkai goes up to, like, his fucking knees and it's like, Jesus Christ. Like, (laughs) he's huge and she's small, so. There is also the part... um, I think, yeah, those were... Oh, well, if you have something else to finish that thought, go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to say, I was just going to say those were, like, from back in other rounds that we already finished talking about. Um... So go ahead, like, because you're you're apparently behind on your. Uh, yeah, your, no, I'm just trying to like notes. rapid fire through them. Uh, there was the part where yeah, Kuwabara says something about, like, he makes an offhand comment about Hiei, and uh, Botan's like, well, "How could you say that? You know, he's he, he's Yukina's." And then she's like, "Oh wait, I can't say that to him," and because it's like a cutaway where it's like Hiei is like a tiny little bat, and he's like, "Say anything, and I'll kill you." And so she's just like, ah. <laughs> "Yes." Oh, that's right. Um, I think it was, maybe it was later, but there was a moment where, like, um, they're talking about, like, he is there, and they're talking about, like, hey, Yukino, maybe, you know, your brother, and Karama even, like, apparently, like, uh, Yusuke told him, and, because Yusuke assumed, oh, yeah, you guys knew each other, right? That means he must have known. And, like, like Karama's, like, fucking with he is like, hey, he um, you, finding Yukino's brother is pretty important, maybe we should help, too. Like, he's just being a cheeky little fuck about it. <laughs> Or that's what I took from it, because I think that's how, uh, or what uh, the implication was, so. (laughs) There's funny stuff like that. Um, Oh, and there, um, one last thing before the fight. There was one part where, um, like, after Genkai died, and Koenma kind of shows up behind Yusuke, and earlier in the arc, Yusuke had been like, whoa, stop showing up, stop surprising me, or whatever, and Koenma makes some sort of offhand comment about it. But later, after Genkai's death, he notices Koenma before Koenma shows up behind him. And he's like, oh, how'd you know? So there's yeah. like a little bit of growth there. I didn't notice that. That's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm caught up now. So anyway, on to the actual. F- yeah. Okay. Good. We're good. All right. So, um, so yeah, overall thoughts on Kurama versus Karasu. Well, as far as like, like you, a design or, goes, I, 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 like when I first saw Karasu, I'm like, oh, it's, it's the prototype for Ilumi. Um, just because, oh. like, the long black hair. When you the, put it like that. And, like, the... <laughs> I mean, very different eyes. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Um. But I don't know. That's just what I, that's what, just what I saw when I saw Karasu. I also kind of like how, like, you mentioned earlier about, like, Togashi would sometimes have, like, really close attention to detail. And with, like, the way he yes. draws Karasu's hair, with, like, the there are different spots where it's, like, you know, like, very strands just, like fraying out at different places and it's it's just interesting it gives him like this weird um yeah it's like it's not quite messy but it does have a few like because most of the, like it's actually like looking at it it, it, it probably isn't that hard to like because it's mostly like a black silhouette but then it does have a few like very carefully placed like strands yeah. so it's like 
Um, but it, it really adds, it, it, uh, it, it's interesting because it's uncommon, but it adds a lot to like his hairstyle. I think. Yeah. Especially so like, like though, looking like at it juxtaposed look, to Karama, it, yeah. who it's just kind of a solid little thing with the, yes. the ends and whatever. Cause yeah, it's only a few strands, but it's, it's there's like I said, they're carefully drawn. So it's interesting, um, to look at like now that I'm actually paying attention to it. Um, cause yeah, like I've said, Togashi's art is fucking good. <laughs> um, um, but as for the fight itself, um, I'm, su- I'm kind of surprised it got, like, it went on for as long as it did, because I don't really know what to take away from it on, like, a thematic yeah, level. Yeah, well, because, like, this, yeah, because, like, Karas is like, oh, yeah, I like, uh, to destroy things that I think are beautiful. Like, he likes the pain, so to speak. And I, I don't know, maybe that ties into the fact that he's, uh, alongside with Togoro's group because he tried like they the both Karasu and Bui tried to like wanted Togoro dead but kind of ended up alongside them like I maybe uh, in hopes that they'd get another shot later um I don't know um maybe this contrasts with something I'm uh, I'm trying to think of it as like you know Karama and like does yeah he's a demon who does value like things but it's so simple that I'm not sure about that even so um and yeah, Kara- and yeah, Karama like seem kind of like he 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 beats Karasu, but he he didn't do it in time, so he ends up losing. Um, There's so also yeah. the part during was, the fight uh, where um, Karasu kind of like goes Super Saiyan, like his hair turns a different color, and uh, he uses his powers. Yes. Though I will say, like, I'm totally open to like people pointing out things I did because like I got that comment last time. Cause like, it, well, it's also weirdly interesting, and I think, and it was maybe a bit tongue in cheek, but um, Funky on my server said something because it's like, cause I was just like reading through the Nensho comments for last episode, and I was like, I got more insight on Fairy Tale from the Nensho than I did on the Yuhak Show one, and I'm like, that's, and that's kind of weird because like Fairy Tale gets shit on constantly, so you think, oh yeah, it's not very good. Where Yuhak Show, it's a beloved series, especially for the anime. Um, like, I've seen way more people say they like the Yuhak Show anime more than the, 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 like, um, as a favorite compared to, like, people who are like, oh, yeah, the Yuhak Show manga is a favorite. I haven't seen uh-huh. that as much, um, or at all. But, um, but, like, you know, there was the one comment about, um, Yusuke's character, but other than that, I didn't, like, oh, one thing I didn't mention about the comments is there was a lot of people who said, like, oh, you should read this on the Nen Show. I ignored all of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, like... Uh, cause like we already have the next, like in- including Hunter Hunter and-, and excluding like the Boruto, the ongoing stuff, we have the next 11 series, like more or less planned out. Okay. So it's like, maybe we'll read the ones you're suggesting in those, but if not, then you're going to wait a little while. So we're, we're good. We're good. Like just the- cause we're doing the decade blocks with the 79 before eighties, nineties, two thousands and 2010s. Like we're, we're set. Yeah. Okay? Thank you. Um, <laughs> But, um, so yeah, I'm hoping people have, like, even little observations are, you know, I go, neat, I like, I like getting those, please, give them to me, you know, um, I, 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 you know, I, I read this a few days ago, you know, obviously I've not, and I've only gone, this is the second time I've gone through it, and the last time was a while ago, so it's like, there's bound to be something I'm missing, you know, so please, like, if, if there's something to say, say it, because I would like to appreciate the story more, I like, I like to appreciate everything more, you know, um, but, oh, the, the comment that, that Funky gave was, like, um, like, the Yuhak show is the sleeping dragon because it's, like, been on the top for so long where the fairy tale fans had to claw for everything they could. And, like, it was, so, it, like, it was, it was tongue-in-cheek because it's, like, kind of like a tiger-dragon joke <laughs> uh, with fairy tale being the tiger and Yuhak show being the sleeping dragon that's, uh, <laughs> the stagnant one that needs to be overthrown, I guess. But, like, 
I also found that really relatable because in high school, Naruto was the dragon and One Piece was the tiger because One Piece was mostly known for the four kids dub. Um, the manga it had it, like people who were reading the manga were like were like yeah they liked Enya's lobby even though we're still like oh power levels and form changes oh oh One Piece is losing its magic <laughs> for Enya's fucking lobby. <laughs> and then the war was hype. The war was hype, but um. And I obviously liked One Piece more, but I definitely had some resentment towards Naruto because, like, I did like it, and then I came to, like, dislike it for the same reasons everyone did during the war, and Sasuke's a bad character, blah, 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 blah. But, like, I definitely, like... But I couldn't explain why I liked One Piece or what made One, made One Piece yeah. good, you know, obviously. Where, um... So... But um, the people who liked Naruto didn't need to because everyone liked Naruto. So it's, it's just, like, I definitely find that relatable because, like, of just the idea of, like, you know, um... Because I guess I kind of feel that way about Hunter x Hunter is that, like, hopefully I'll have things to say on the Nen show, but there's already been a lot said. Like, uh, just, Alexander has 2,600 videos. Like, <laughs> and that's a lot. And there's some other, like, there's a blog, a Tumblr blog I know of that uh, talks about Nen powers that I, I just glanced at one post. I'll have to find it for to link it, uh, but it's interesting. Yeah, Hunter x Hunter already has a lot of discussion, so even if I did have something to say, I don't need to say it. Like, because it's, like, it's already been said. Where One Piece, that is not the case at all. So it's, like... So, but it's interesting, like, yeah, fairy tale because it gets so much shit, you have so many people talking about it, um, like, in the comments and stuff. But there's also no, like, videos on it, really, except for, like, the tarade that's shitting on it. So, I know, it's kind of interesting how the discourse unfolds around some of these series and based on their perceptions. Because Bleach, there's a lot of things to say about Bleach, <laughs> but none of them are being said on YouTube. It's, like, that was your video, so... Uh... And yet you could anyway. fix that, but you haven't yet. Ah, I'm gonna re-replace. I will. I got other things to do. I'm sorry. I will. <laughs> I'm gonna. Re- <laughs> I'm gonna do bleach. I just had to mention that because um, you you brought it up. I know it's a meme at this point because I'm like after we finished bleach, I was like, man, I need to do bleach videos, and that was like two years ago, a year ago now, <laughs> more than a year ago when we finished bleach. Like we've read three series since bleach, so. <laughs> No, two series, and this is the third. So, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Bowie versus um, Hiei. I, 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 of course, uh, have to say that the manga version was not as cool because there's no Akiyuki Shimbo <laughs> animating the panels, and god damn it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm, I gotta find my notes real quick. I also think it's kind of funny in one of the uh, cutaways to... Or whenever Sakyo, like, went on about his backstory or whatever, just the way it was, like, framed, yes. where there's the panel of Sakyo saying, like, he just kind of, he's, the way he starts off, he's like, my parents were average folk, nothing special. And then it just cuts to Togoro looking at him, and I just, like, a picture Togoro being like, I don't fucking care. Like, it's like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> like, he's about to rattle well, yeah, off that's... his life yes. story monologue, and he's just like, oh god. <laughs> Sakyo just, I really want to talk about this, and Togoro's like, <laughs> whatever like because yeah that's the thing togro doesn't care like even in the last fight Sakio's like i will stake my life on the outcome of this match and togro's like yeah i don't give a shit um i'm just gonna fight anyway i don't care like <laughs> and why should he Sakio's kind of a piece of shit yeah. <laughs> but anyway anyway as far as like the this fight goes like there is a bit of a contrast with like because they're both restraining themselves a bit like you know because he has his bindings and Bui has his armor but like he like like, Bowie unrestrained himself. Like, he kept to keep himself restrained because he can't control his powers, where he unrestrains himself to control his powers. Like, 
he, he, you know, like Bowie, like Bowie's almost like almost bragging about how he, he can't control his powers, but he's 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 bragging about weakness in a way you could say. Um, and he isn't um, like so, and that's he like is beyond Bowie in that way, and that's why he like he unlocks his powers and he just fucking wrecks him. So, hey, look, an actual like theme. <laughs> no, it's fine. But yeah, there's also also it, uh, normally he like kills the fuck out of his guys as enemies, but Bowie's like, okay, you can kill me now, and he is like, do it yourself, yeah. bitch. <laughs> so that was interesting because because uh, Karasu's, I'm pretty yeah, he died. I'm pretty sure. Um, but uh, no, he could be fine. The body, like the, the, <laughs> we didn't see uh, a body. Tense, tense. <laughs> tense, Tosen, uh, his fucking arms fly off. He, he's fine. Oh, <laughs> I, I, I will. That's so I was thinking more of like the, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I get what you mean. I'm just thinking about our reaction to it because we took the no one dies in bleach meme, <laughs> yeah. did, and you you felt followed along. So I don't know why I took it so seriously. Anyway, um, but yeah, uh, <laughs> so yeah, he uh, wins. And oh, th- th- and this was kind of like he was like, oh, yeah, I, I'm gonna pass out for like six hours. Uh, if good luck, uh, and then he wakes up six hours later, and the fight actually hasn't started. Yeah, yet. because he destroyed half the arena. <laughs> yeah, and so Togoro had to bring in the the ring from the other. And half. I do think that's kind um, of interesting from a, from a, 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 a power scaling um, perspective, because like Hiei was like training to fight Togoro, and then he kind of decided, nah, I'll leave it to Yusuke in for respect for Genkai or whatever. Um, so mm-hmm. like. You know, we see him destroy half the stadium, and then we see Togoro, like, carry the other ring to back. So we're kind of like, you know, they both have, like, similar feats of, like, ooh. Yeah, yes. Well, and it, I'd even say, like, that, well, because uh, if you go at it from more, like, because uh, it's easier to destroy than it is to create, you know? So uh, Togoro's, like, you could say Togoro's more impressive oh. in that way, because he's, he's creating something. <laughs> so deep, deep. We're going deep, man. <laughs> I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, Kuwabara versus Elder Togoro. Um, so, I guess, like, I don't know, did you have any thoughts on this fight? Um, I mean, like, there there was a little bit about, like, Kuwabara being kept in the dark about Genkai, and then, yes. so then he goes from, like, the goofy gag character who got teleported away in two fights to then just, like, <laughs> squashing, um, you know, the... I don't know if I'd say the second most important character on the team. Uh, well, I guess technically Sakyo counts I mean, too. So, but I don't know. Like he is the other. I don't know. I don't know if him also being a Togoro necessarily makes yeah. him as important because he's just kind of there. Well, see, I honestly, he's he's more. I mean, he's yeah, he's kind of more important for what happens after this, honestly. But he was built. He was he did show up like in the first like the prelude arc with the Yukino yeah. rescue. Um, so yeah, he's like yeah, I'd say he's more important than um because like in like in the in his fight he offers about as much importance as like Bui or Kanasu, yeah. and but he also has more outside of it. So yeah, I'd say he's a little bit, bit, bit more important, even if only barely. Um, but yeah, and but yeah, it's cool, and it's Kuvaru who um you know beats. Him. I did think the fight um, was interesting in that like uh he like Elder Tagoro used his power to like you know tunnel under the ring and attack Kuwabara from behind, and so then Kuwabara kind of learns from that and like channels his aura over to the blade to like go after uh yes and then um 
I mean, there was see, the, there was an earlier line about like, oh yeah, oh I I excel in just defeating teamwork, but that didn't seem to fact because it's just a one on one. So, um, and yeah, then Kuwabara just <laughs> he fly he turns it gets a fly swatter and yeah. defeats him. So yeah, um, it's fine. Because yeah, like that's the thing. It's like yeah, Ku- Kuwabara was being protected by the you know his, his emotions were being protected. But it, I don't know how that factors in, because, uh, I mean, yeah, Togoro told him, and then he got more emotion power, I guess. Uh, sure. Um, it's fine. But yeah, then after, anyway, afterwards, Kuobara bitches at the team for not telling him. Um, and, uh, see, and it's, <laughs> it's actually, like, well, like, um, Yusuke didn't tell anyone, but, like, he and Kurama just aren't stupid, so they already knew. Like, like they just figured yeah. it out. Um, and Yusuke... Um, like, well, he didn't tell anyone because, like, she, he still can't even believe she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, she is, she is dead. She is dead. But, uh, (laughs) I'm, I'm very curious because you've already told me your thoughts in private. So I'm, I definitely want to get there. But that's, like, literally the last thing we talk about pretty much. Um, so anyway, um, but anyway, now we're getting into (laughs) definitely the best, uh, fight thus far. Um, Yusuke versus Togoro. But before that, um, second popularity poll. Okay. Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah, good. Which Hiei this time gets like 20,000 votes, so he somehow still gets more than he got last time. Um, so, of course, Hiei with the sweep. Did I pass it already? Or do you know where it is in the actual, like, because I'm scrolling. Uh, maybe I passed uh, it. I don't remember um, if it was, like, during the fight or if it's before it, maybe, but I figure, yeah, like, I we, it, it makes sense to talk about it before we talk about the fight, so we're not just, like, true, interrupting. True, I just need to, that's fine, I just need to find it first. Um, I don't remember when. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to, f- oh, let me let's check my notes. It was, it was something with a color chapter. Oh, no, it, it was, yeah, it was actually towards the end, because, oh, uh... okay. No, yeah, no, no, it was actually later, because I'm looking at my notes, and it was after Yusuke took off the weights, um... So let me just give me a second. To, I just need to scroll through. I'll, I'll find it. It's there. <laughs> so yeah, it's it's basically midway through the fight. So the vote would have like only barely had some of Togro's stuff. Um, oh God, I'm looking at the art in this fight, and ooh, <laughs> it's more. It's good shit. Okay, here's I'm at the poll. <sighs> so out of five fifty-three thousand votes, he a single-handedly got twenty thousand of yeah. them. Holy shit. Then Karama in second place had 13,000, I think that is. Uh, yes. So so now there's a, that like the gap has widened even more. Like like last time it was he and Yusuke were fairly neck and neck relatively speaking, but this time it's like he the dragon of the, the the dragon of darkness flame just like shot he up and like even even Karama's cute fox boy form like there's even a little like chibi version of it with the it was Karama, not enough uh, to no it didn't do any it it it, it only made it worse <laughs> no actually you know Karama did get second place so he he was more popular but like damn and Yusuke's having all this character shit but no only ten thousand votes um which is and that's like uh, these characters like because. Uh, Fourth place, Kuwabara, 3,000 votes. Like, just the top three alone make up literally, like, 43,000 votes. Yeah. Out of 53,000. Like, so that means Yusuke alone is basically everyone else combined, except for the the two above him. So, holy shit. It's just so stilted. Like, I don't remember having seeing this in the other series that we talked about. Like, there were some pretty big gaps, like, with Bleach with Hitsugaya, but not, like, 
the top three literally have like of um eighty percent of the votes. Holy shit! And there is no American version this time. Um, yeah. So then it's what? Uh, I'm surprised. Like even with now that that uh, Toguro has had like all his character development and stuff, and we haven't seen the conclusion to his arc, but yeah, we've gotten a good bit of him. He's still only tenth place. Which is is interesting. Yeah. Maybe it's more <laughs> that I just think of like the Western perception of Toguro, where he's like, oh, one of the best yeah, characters in the series. I mean, I put him at number two right now. Um, like, I do like Hiei and Kuwabara, but um, Toguro's really. Yeah, it's kind of like Yusuke, and, um, Yusuke and Toguro who've had like the the big defining character arcs. Yeah, exactly, and 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 also really a good contrasts. I love that shit. You know, so it's like, cause they're really similar, but really, di- and it's, it's, ooh, it's good. And I am looking forward to talking about it cause uh, it's a fun fight and the art. Ooh, okay. I'm getting distracted. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, fourth place, Kuwabara with 3000 votes. Um, fifth place, Koenma. He takes off his binky to, to, um, out of gratitude yeah. and, uh, kills everyone or something, <laughs> um, with, uh, cute, I guess. I don't know. Wink, wink. Um, uh, I can't spoil um, sixth place is Botan at a thousand votes. Seventh place is Genkai, eight hundred. Um, she even says like, "If only I were fifty years younger, then she would have taken first. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Um, Karasuka eighth place, uh, which is actually the highest uh, antagonist. Oh um, wow, yeah, Karasu was higher than Togoro. I didn't think about that. Which is, huh? Well, so is Pooh. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> so no. Got ninth- Ninth place, uh, which is now we're getting like Khan and Gamabuta <laughs> flashbacks. Ah. <laughs> and yeah, Togoro's tenth place. Keiko sadly didn't Boo. even rank, even though she's doing some adorable shit with uh, Yusuke. So very sad. Um, That's the biggest <laughs> crime. Like, an even bigger crime than Pooh outranking Togoro is the fact that Keiko is not on this list. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that is an interesting point that you bring up the Western perception because yeah, Togoro is really well liked. So uh, he's but on in Japan he's like not very. I mean, I wonder. I'm very curious because I don't know how many popular polls are left. Because um, like it's weird that they seem to cut out towards the end because like I remember um, like with Naruto there was like one around the was it was it before the Kage summit during the pain arc I think and that was like the last one. Like after that there was like a, an attack poll or something like that for mm-hmm. techniques. But uh, there was no character poll for the ending. You I know? think there um, might be one more, maybe. Maybe. Um, I mean, you watch the anime, so um, we'll see. But the anime um, doesn't have popularity yeah, he... polls. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um... Oh, so I just like so I, I since I skipped ahead to the popularity poll, it's funny because like I have no context for it. But it's I just saw I just skipped to the next page, thinking, oh yeah, that's where we're going next, and I saw Pooh. Uh, telling everyone that um, they need to kill one of these kids' friends, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, th- now I, re- I remember what happened. But that was just like uh, that's where I jump in, and with no context except for what I read before. <laughs> so I'm just like, wait, what the fuck? Um, <laughs> so now to go back to where we actually were. Uh, sorry, that was funny. <laughs> this is why Pooh defeated yeah, Togro so- in the character poll. <laughs> kill your friends. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Sakio comes out. He's like, yeah, by staking his life on Togoro, he, I mean, he's not going to fight anyway. And um, Koenma does the exact same thing, even though his life is like 
notably important to the whole like underworld uh human world like yeah osaki is a big deal too but um it's good uh koenma's like yeah he's he <laughs> or he's like i got you into this mess so i might as well assume some of the risk um and then yeah here's the moment you were talking about where he's just sakio just uh here we are backstory and togro's just like I don't <laughs> care. like yeah, that expression is just so neutral um and yeah because like he gives this whole uh speech but um togro's like yeah i appreciate it but i don't care um so yeah well and he says i you know yusuke probably feels the same but uh He's also completely wrong. Like, this is Togoro, like, seeing the fact that they're similar and assuming... Well, see, I don't know. I guess he feels... No, mm, I don't know. Maybe this is a visism. It feels weird because he's, like... Because uh, later on, he obviously, like, tries to kill um, one of Yusuke's friends to get draw the emotional power out of him. And uh, so, yeah, I guess not. I don't know. But anyway, before the fight gets started, uh, Elder Togoro is not dead. He comes back and he's, like... Uh, basically being a huge evil piece of shit and he's and uh togoro is like this is again where elder togoro becomes like an important foil because younger togoro is like like go away this is my fight like um like yeah this is like he's cut off everyone and like this is his brother and um like we sold our souls together and uh togoro doesn't give a shit he's like um you know i never sold my standards he's still because uh, yeah, yeah, Togoro is not an evil piece of shit. Yeah, he's done some th- things, but like, you know, he's he's also killed a lot of the evil like rich pieces of shit, like two of them. And now, um, like now he's like fucking over his brother who's being uh, shitty as well. So, um, you know, he's not like yeah, he he works for Sakyo, but uh, mostly for what he gets out of it. You know, he's like like I don't <laughs> I don't want alcohol. I'll have orange juice. Yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> So also Super it's weird like, flashbacks. Togoro uh, <laughs> No, that that actually did become a meme on observer for a bit because like it's a fine video I guess, like the point of it is fine, but it's still funny to reduce it to it's like uh yeah, you can't be a good villain unless you like orange juice. <laughs> Cuz that's kind of that was a joke like hmm, I guess uh, Aizen's not that good a villain, he doesn't like orange <laughs> juice or stuff like that. Like <laughs> it's funny. Um but no, it's uh anyway, um so yeah, into the actual fight. Togro goes to 80%. Um, his aura is literally melting demons because it's too powerful. Um, and then uh, there's like, they actually, like, uh, like there's a bit of like the others being protected. Like Pooh's aura is protecting the humans in the crowd. Um, and Koenma is protecting um, Kurama and the, the, the team, basically. Um and God, the detail on these fucking muscles, like every single panel. Uh, but yeah, they fight for a bit. Uh, Yusuke like knocks him like clear out of the arena. And okay, how did you feel about Togro getting his glasses knocked off? Or did you feel anything? I mean, um, because um, because it's so he looks weird. He looks weird. Well, yeah, he does look strange without the glasses, but. Well, cause, and I thought of, and I looked at it and I realized what it was because, and I think it's because his eyes are completely black where like, even on the, like the next page, Yusuke has got like white in his eyes. So it's like, they look more soulless. So it's like, part of it is that like, I, he, you almost always see him with the glasses, yeah. you know? So it's like, so it, it would be kind look, of like if Doflamingo like, uh, didn't wear his glasses in a I panel. took out, yes. <laughs> Though of course there was the SBS where it's like, he took out his glasses 
And there's another pair oh, of yeah. glasses. So it's like, it's such a defining uh, aspect of his look. Oda dares not draw him without them. But here it's like, Togashi did do that. And it's, it's when I, when it happened, it was like, ah, no, to put it back on. <laughs> um, but no, I do like the soulless look in them. Cause he's just like, and it well, it's also the expression of disappointment. Like, yeah, he gets knocked clear through the arena and he comes back and he's like, that's the best you can do. Like, you know, he's disappointed, because, like, um, with Genkai, he, like, went up to 85%, he was like, oh, 45 is an insult to you, but here he's like, nah, I'm gonna say 80%, um, like, he, he's pissed, he wanted more out of Yusuke, like, he's put it so much into this tournament, and, like, now that, like, there's literally the stakes of the entire planet Earth on the line, uh, because of Sakyo's bullshit, um, but it's okay, Yusuke was wearing wa- Aura handcuffs the whole time, um, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess it's, like, you know, again, to compare them, because, like, they're both restraining themselves, and so Yusuke is doing it with the aura handcuffs, and Togoro is doing it, like, with it, he's always been doing it with, the, with his power levels, you know? Um, so I, I guess it's to make them more similar, but it also kind of just keeps up the tension, because cause Dragon Ball does the same thing a lot with the weights, you know? Um, like, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, again, this is you actually doing the thing that people find bothersome and other thing. It is still like this is still my favorite fight. It's a good, it's a good fight. Um, but I just like have to pause there because I'm just like, oh yeah, yeah, spinning the wheels, doing doing the shonen thing. It um, is funny that you mentioned um, Dragon Ball though, because like I, I mentioned it before when I was watching the anime, but this fight definitely like I get a lot of like Gohan versus Cell parallels for this fight, and I'm not. Not entirely sure what, like, the reason for that is. Maybe it's just, like, the whole, you know... Well, there is a there is a lot of, like, Togoro does his quote-unquote form changes, and Cell, like, kind of goes back and forth. Well, and then and you then, you have, um, like, um... Uh, like, Yusuke, his whole, like, you know... Like, with Gohan, like, learning to let go oh, yeah, and stuff. Oh, yeah, that part. Holy shit, that's... Yeah, that's straight out, yeah. Where, which is uh, funny, like, because they were like both, like, of, happening yeah. almost simultaneously. So... <laughs> that's the thing, is, like, um... Because I think, I think some of the things pre- people play, like, oh, that was it. It was um, in the Team 4 Star, like, Hunter x Hunter Deconstruction video. I only watched the first half of it because I was like, yeah, this is stupid. But it was basically talking about how, like, oh, yeah, gone. He's uh, he's so optimistic normally. And then he was so optimistic, like, yeah, he's going to see Kite again. And then he sees Kite, and he breaks down, and it's tragic. And, oh, no, it's a deconstruction. And I'm like, if you replace Kite with, with Ace and gone with Luffy, you get the Paramount War. And these things were happening at the same time. What? It's <laughs> what? It's not. A de- How is it a deconstruction? Like again, it's story. These stories doing similar things at similar times. Like it's just a genre doing, you know, iterating on itself and you know coming to similar ideas. And that's the interesting thing around the same time. So it's like here you have, you know, like because yeah, that's a logical endpoint. Like if characters get stronger to protect their friends, what what is the logical endpoint of that? If not a villain who wants the character to get to do that. And so you have Cell and Togoro, who's like, yeah, Cell's like, I'm bored of you. I'm gonna, I want you to get stronger. Togoro and Togoro's even, you know, he wants a good fight. And so, yeah, that's that same thing does happen. That's true. Um, I did because I actually had not made that connection. Um, but it makes sense. Uh, so yeah. Um, but yeah, Togoro goes to 100%, and Yusuke is suddenly no longer a threat. And yeah, he's he's you know he's willing to. Uh, like, Yusuke shoots another spirit gun, and, like, uh, Togoro blocks it with, like, his... It looks like he's blocking it with his voice. Like, that seems to be what the, the panel... Because he yeah. just yells, and the it dissipates, and it's like, Jesus Christ, like, some Uvogin shit. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, Togoro's like, yeah. Um, 
oh, even if you've earned the right to fight me at 100%, that doesn't mean you can win. Um, and then the crowd starts running. Some demons charge Togoro because they're terrified, and he just fucking destroys them. Um, but anyway, now we get to the point where, you know, it's Yusuke's, like, the worst thing is happening. You know, people are being hurt because he's not strong enough. And um, Genkai even suggests, like, hey, maybe one of uh, Yusuke's friends should die. And, I mean, at this rate, anyway, everyone, it's going to be everyone, so why not just, like, sacrifice one? And Yusuke's, no. And, uh, but Kuwabara actually, like, um, goes for it. Like, he's willing to, quote-unquote, sacrifice himself. And uh, Togoro, you know, stabs, uh, like, digs his fingers into his chest. Kuwabara dies. And, oh, I just got to the expression that Yusuke makes after the fact. Like, oh, that hurts. Um, yeah. Oh, God. And then, but yeah, Yusuke's self, maximum self-hatred because the worst thing has happened and other, someone else has gotten hurt because of him. And uh, he gets a friendship power-up because of a death fake-out. <laughs> I, I, I like the fight, yeah. I swear. <laughs> I just have to bring that, I have to bring that up. And I will say, like, because, like, uh, I mean, as far as, like, you know, characters coming back to life, you have one to talk about later. But, uh, I do think this is actually like because what I think what makes this one good specifically is that the characters are doing it deliberately. Mm-hmm. Like as we see later, Kuwabara said, "Yeah, pretend that I'm dead so that we can draw that because we need to draw this part of Yusuke." And um, I mean, I do think that's kind of fucked up because it's like it's just a prank, yeah. bro. Like it's some, this is some pretty fucked up emotional manipulation. Um, like, and I think part of the reason it bothers me personally a little bit, like not enough to like kill the fight because again, it's still my favorite fight in Yu Hawk Show easily, but like. I did, I only heard the audio from it, but, like, because there's a lot of prank videos, and there's one in particular I heard the audio from where I guess the prank was that, like, one person was in on it, and, like, he was going to, like, fake be killed, and the other guy basically would see his best friend die, and, like, I remember, I, I hear his scream, one of his screams in my head still, and this was ages ago that I heard the audio from this, and of, like, you killed my friend, that kind of yell, and it's, like, kind of chilling so like and yeah it's not framed as like bad like because like when kurabar comes back it's like it goes to goofy again but like it is also kind of fun i'm excited up. for the next for your next video <laughs> yu yu Hakusho and the ethics of prank deaths <laughs> the ethics of pranks <laughs> maybe i can bring up a uh, fairy tale too because they did the same like, like with the uh, sting and rogues parents dragon parents like oh yeah we we made we traumatically uh gave you fake memories of you killing us it's just a prank though i'm <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> why did we read fairy tale right before you on the show it's ruined us me it's ruined me i'm sorry i brought you into this <laughs> um but, but anyway, no, yeah, I really um, like the line that he has later where he's like, you know, it, it shouldn't have have to come to this. Like, I should have been able to finish it before, but it's it's that, you know, he, him not. Yes. Uh, lots of good little lines yeah. here. Because um, it, it's him, like, not and then, committing like, fully to the things he's doing. And, unless, like, like, he has that, like, mental barrier where, like, someone has to push him over the edge. It's not like... Oh, the threat of someone dying. Like, that's not enough. Like, it actually has to go one step further. Right. And that's the, the, like, and well, there's also a bit where, um, like, they're talking about his um, aura and how it's like, um, like, Jin's like, oh, it's so devoid of hope. And, you know, it's conflicted. It's confused. And then Togoro's like, yes, get power. And Yusuke's like, no, I'm not going to abandon my humanity. I'm strong because of those around me. You know, so it's like, 
you know, like, yeah, that Yusuke's power, that's where Yusuke's power, emotions come from. Yeah. Um, the people around him. And, uh, and then, uh, Yusuke fucking punches him out. And they, they start fighting. And, uh, yep. It's good. Um, because ultimately what Togro wanted to be was pushed beyond, um, the, uh, his 100%. And he gets, like, this fucking super. This is 100% of 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, so we're having some like Frieza beyond a hundred max like, final form, hundred percent shit going on here. Where it's like, oh, you thought that was my final after all this build up to my final form? You thought that was my final form? Ha! Very funny. Is this your first shot? Yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, like, I guess. Yeah, never mind. That's more of an epic. I don't need to bring that up. <laughs> it's yeah. It's I don't mind it. it again, it's it's. Well, I, um, it just reminded anyway, me of like um, the the Dragon Ball dissection video where like Frieza's literally like counting out the numbers as his pers- as his power goes up and like Togoro doesn't quite do that like yeah. he you know he does use like the number percentages but he's like you know this is about yeah. half this is about 80 percent so you know it's like it's not literally like 95 percent 96 percent but also like with with mm-hmm. Frieza but, there was um... kind of the issue of he had already done all these transformations and it's like what was the point of the transformations if that wasn't <laughs> him peeling back his power what um and there's also some uh, other good contrasts like um oh that's right there was one line where it's like um did you stop caring or did you make yourself forget because like Togoro's talking about like how he cut everyone else off but like he cut everyone else off because he felt that pain in the first or the he felt that anxiety of losing in the first place like I don't remember if he actually lost no he did yeah he fought and he lost all of his teammates I think yeah yeah um, that was in the the last chapter of the arc you you learn his real backstory yeah he he's Yes, he didn't want to lose again, so he like never made any bonds. After. Like he, yeah, he beat the shit out of his own brother. Um, he killed Genkai. Uh, Sakyo bet bet his life on him. He was like, nah, I'm good. Um, so, and then um, what else was there? Um, basically, yeah, Togoro ran ran away from everything, you know. So like, uh, you know, he even his humanity, and uh, but he he ultimately was just like, you know, he he yeah he he couldn't quite cut himself because like and that's another thing is like he didn't kill kuabara because he didn't like he just wanted to get yusuke to fight like he does the he's willing to do bad things but he always does like the kind of bare minimum bad that he needs to and in this case like he didn't need to kill kuabara he just like um he just needed yusuke to think kuabara was dead and so and that's what he did you know um and oh and the other thing is of course the enjoyment because obviously like yusuke is like he's in grief he doesn't he doesn't enjoy this at all, so it's like you get that aspect to his character, which does come up later. Um, but it is interesting how it's like built up and explored through here. Um, but yeah, because like you know, I think Togro gives a line about how um, you know he went to one hundred percent, but you know fighting for others helped Yusuke reach one hundred twenty percent. You know, and zit, and Togro dies. Um, yeah, good shit, good contrast. It's I the like battle it. of ideals um, and the realized through a battle yeah. of power and yeah. To- Togashi finally did it. He he's a real boy now. Man, I real can't love. believe Togoro got talk no jutsu. <laughs> With a gun. <laughs> so. Gun no never mind. <laughs> um also I love the page where um like, you know, yeah, this is what the line you said, where it's like, he should have been able to do this without the sacrifice. And the Kuovar is just like fucking yeah. dancing <laughs> in front of grieving. A, and he's like, yo, how's it going? I've, I posted this on my server and I was like, uh, Mashima after retconning another character death. 
And he's just like, yo, how's it going? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's so cheeky. And then Yusuke beats him um, within an inch of his life. <laughs> um, so how did, like, did you know about this, actually? Like, how did, because I knew about this. Um, go, I think, definitely re- 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 reading it. I probably knew about it when I first read it, too. But how did you feel? Did you know already that Kuwabara was gonna have a death fake out here? Oh or, well, I mean, like when I—I like, I guess when I watched felt. the anime, I didn't know that it, because I hadn't been spoiled That's about anything. Meant, yeah. But like this one, I didn't okay. have a problem with at all because, like, I—I I get it because, like, it—you yeah. know—Togoro not like intentionally not killing him because, like, we already knew that Togoro was kind of like morally gray, and we could see like you know what he stands yeah. for, what he doesn't. And so he was more of just, like, drawing out Yusuke's power. He wasn't necessarily, like, a, yeah. a bloodthirsty, I kill everybody in my path sort of guy, even though he killed a lot of people. Um, you know, he's not he's yeah. not great. He, he's got some... Like, yeah. <laughs> he's got some flaws in there. But, well, um, yeah, no, I thought I thought it made sense. <laughs> but, yeah, it's like I was saying. Like, I think this death fight... Like, it might be the best one we've seen so far because it's, like, it's being done for deliberate character yes. actions. You know, it's not just for, like you know, the, the jump popularity, like, rankings that, you know, they get to Yeah, see it wasn't or, just, um, like, for the you know, cliffhanger or, like, emotional. the reader investment or something, like... I mean, it can also be part of that. It's like that? But... Yes. Well, because, like, I don't want to say every fake-out's been like that, because even Justin Alvarez, like, you know, Gajil thinking he was going to die, like, he said some things to Levy he might not have otherwise. And then, like, Natsu versus Grey happened because they thought Juvia and Lucy were dead, you know? So even though, yeah, there's death fake-outs, but, like... They also, you know, at least affect the character motivations and actions in ways that might not have yeah. happened otherwise. So it's like there is meaning to come from them, but this is—I I do think it's a little more interesting because of the, the, the deliberate nature of it. You know, um, like you know, because that's what the character, like Yusuke, is the only one who didn't know, and the audience because we were supposed to be tricked. Um, but yeah, it works. It's good. Um, oh, but anyway, Sakio goes um, full Metroid, um, where he destroys the the arena after the loss. Um, he also says, like, yeah, his fail... Because, yeah, he didn't understand Togoro. Um, I mean, he's a sociopath, so he couldn't, I guess, um, you know, connect to other people like that. And, um, I mean, he did see the, the, the weaknesses in Togoro, but he didn't, like, account for them is what he says. So, um, humanity is the, like, you know, even though this guy is a very, like, you know, fucked up example of a human, you know, he's ultimately bested by humanity. So, um, you know, and in a couple, like, yeah, because that's the thing. Togoro gave away his humanity, but ultimately... You know that was kind of his because you know his weakness in a sense, um, and where a friend for Yusuke was a strength because he accepted it. So, yeah, but he's literally like Sakio is literally like cackling as he like yeah. dies. So that that wasn't quite how the anime <laughs> handled it. But again, that's that's because there was okay. like a the the weird relationship with uh, Shizuru, which I still don't fully understand what that was about. Uh, but it's more just like a dramatic yeah, sort of like that's... quiet, somber. Everything crashes down around him, and he just kind of accepts his death. So it's a little less dramatic, yeah. I guess, I mean, but it's still mostly the same thing. Okay. Uh, well, because I just seen the panel where he's like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> like, I would have liked to see humanity get fucked over by a demon tunnel. Hey, hey, hey. And then he died. You know, crashing um, stuff. Um, but anyway. Um, but yeah, there's a moment where Hiei saves Yukina because she's in danger and Hiei's speedy. Um, Keiko beats the shit out of Yusuke. Uh, cause of course he yep. does and they won and now we get the real last chapter that you forgot to read because uh, I guess the you were probably reading on an online reader that numbered the chapters differently well right? I was going off of like or... the volume 
off the volume releases because the like the online reader I was doing did it right, but like in the Viz volumes, it's labeled as like uh, the the Hiei Karama thing is like chaptered whatever point five, and then the next chapter after that is labeled like they skipped a chapter, so it's like. It's labeled, like, oh. this is 113, but it was 112. <laughs> but, like, if you count chap- uh, okay, if you yeah, count see, the .5 I... chapter as a chapter, then it would be 113. <laughs> but they didn't, but they yeah. didn't, so... <laughs> it, that was weird. See, because I didn't have that problem, because I'm, I'm reading in just the full volume, so it goes from, like, one page to the next, so... it does. Honestly, this volume release is weird, because it does, it just has the chapter names, but it doesn't have the chapter number, which is annoying because I have I literally have the wiki open while I'm reading so I can update my animals mm. accordingly because like <laughs> I don't I can't just like oh this is chapter number by scrolling through the pages I have to like look at the name then go to the wikia and then see okay that's the chapter I'm reading because I it's the name is the same so it's just a little annoying um but yeah we're almost done um <laughs> okay it starts off with like a what's got to be a meta joke because it's like man was it just 10 days felt like a whole year because i'm pretty sure this was in serialization yeah. pretty year because it was like 50 chapters so <laughs> that's well i i do like that shit like frankie has a running gag in one piece where it's like i'm feeling really super this week but he's, he'll like say that over the course of several times over the course of a day but he'll say that <laughs> once a week in serialization so it's like uh <laughs> I yeah, it's fun. I I like that stuff. Um, oh yeah, see, I was wondering about uh, school, but apparently it was it it was a good thing that the the supervisors of the tournament were so kind enough to schedule it during spring yeah. break, um, <laughs> so that you didn't have to worry about school. Um, but anyway, Togoro, we see him in the afterlife. Um, he took his like we find out that he took he made his decision to like not lose everything under the like uh, you know like his age and his strength after he had lost under the everything condition that he would go to yeah um to go to um what um ten thousand years of torment and pain for ten thousand cycles so that's a pa- so that's a uh, what yeah uh, yeah because they had that's said like, like oh well I mean actions in the past or whatever or something like you could have gotten a, a lighter penalty but he's like no I've already made my decision. Yeah, and then I think, well, because I, I, I forgot about the 10,000 cycles, so that's like what, uh, math, uh, eight zeros is 10 million years, I think, assuming that, like... And then your soul will sh- cease to exist or something like that afterwards. Shit, that's so rough, buddy. <laughs> but yeah, then, um, yeah, Koema looked into his backstory, uh, a demon killed his, um, oh, that's right, he, Togoro was like a master of a school. And the demon killed all of his uh, and, school and invited yeah, him to the Yeah, that's tournament. why he so decided he, to... Because um, he didn't want to lose anything else. That's where the fear came from. So he could... Yes. Like, you had, you had said strength, earlier, you put it well. Like, he could survive. only... Um, something, something himself. He could only, you know, trust in himself or whatever. And his his own... Right, right. Because, yeah, if he did that, like, even with Sakyo. Like, if he did that, then if he lost something, he wouldn't feel bad. You know, he was running from that pain. Um it's kind of similar to Doflamingo, but very different explorations, which is cool. Um, like, similar to Doflamingo. Because, yeah, they both wanted to avoid pain, but there's, like, they're framed in different Doflamingo ways. Doflamingo so, versus Togro. Uh, they're break down. <laughs> Two characters that both wear glasses, but... Okay. <laughs> I didn't think about that. That's funny. We, we mentioned them earlier for that. That's that's good. Um, but, yeah. Um, Togoro walks on his way to his eternal suffering and runs into Genkai. Um... And, you know, he's saying, um, not to, like, just, just forget me, um, 
and then he takes off his glasses. He's he's. I think that this might be the first. I'd, I'd have to like. I think we see, we see the the light in his eyes. You know, he's kind of like regained a bit of his humanity and death. Like I'm, I'd have to double check that because like I talked about how his eyes were all uh-huh. black before, but now when he takes off his glasses and looks at Genkai, he's got like light in them. So uh, huh. oh, you go. I, I think so because I'd have to check through all like every panel of his eyes during the fighting. But I feel like that like. Cause, yeah, because even this one panel, like looking at the flashback, like um, of previous Togoro, like I wonder if he, like I thought maybe he lost the eye, light in his eyes because he's a demon, but he doesn't have it here after Koenma explains his backstory. So angry Togoro of the past, who was bitter and uh, out of loss, didn't have anything, but um, now he does have that light. So like, Ooh. he's fulfilled that he got his fight, and and but he, like he's he's more fulfilled having like accepted loss because that's the thing. It's like yeah. I'm going to die. I'm not going to have it. Like the strength doesn't matter anymore. Going into the afterlife. Now he's fulfilled. Like he's fulfilled for moving on basically. And that gives him the light in his eyes back. Yeah. So good shit. <laughs> like, and get kind of like, why are men so yeah. stupid? <laughs> yeah. It's a very strong ending for a very good character. Yes. Um, Togoro, good boy. <laughs> like I said, like Yusuke, Yusuke is really good too. Like Togoro is definitely like, um, I mean, the, like, cause Alex, like Alexander, he's only done the video on Togoro, which I need to rewatch or no, I need to watch in the first place at some point. Um, I do want to bring up that video because it, cause he had a, a lot, cause uh, someone else watched it and gave me a line out of it. I'm really glad that Alexander, like he makes good stuff, but one thing that's always bothered me about his videos is like, he has to fillet the thing he's talking about. Um, like, he can't just let the analysis do the work for him. He has to talk about how it's a masterpiece and stuff. So here's a particularly memeable line from that video. It's, um, Togoro elevates Yu Hakusho to an intellectually stimulating series. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> definitely sounds like a more, a more classic Alexander that... line, as opposed to, like, the stuff he does yes, now. Yes, but... the video is a couple years old, and I've been told that in his recent videos he doesn't do that, which is... Because he doesn't, I don't think he needs to, you know, like, I think a good analysis, like, he makes good points, you know, I think that a good, a good analysis will, like, justify the work narratively on its own, and even if it's just in the subject to talk about, um, so, but that video, so that line is just, like, read it, and it's, it's kind of funny, um, so, like, I do, like, <laughs> but anyway, um, then we get the, <laughs> so, yeah, they're, they're done, we, we can get off the island, um, we're back to the gang, rather, and there's our ship, and, uh, Genkai's back. So you wanted to talk about this. It's actually kind of funny because like when I first watched Yu Yu Hakusho, I really did not like this because it felt like it was kind of going against the passing of the torch stuff. And I don't know. It was a death fake out. It Mm -hmm. was like it felt poorly justified. I didn't really get it. But like now in revisiting it, I almost kind of don't even really I'm not even really that bothered by it because like understanding like what the ideas of the arc were and like how Genkai relate, how Yusuke's character arc has worked and how, what, like, Genkai's role in that and, you know, the conclusion with Togoro. It almost kind of made... I think it almost kind of makes sense that Genkai came back. Maybe. Hmm, I'm curious, because, like, I would assume the opposite because if it's about, like, you know, accepting that things aren't permanent... Well, yeah, that's know, true. Yeah, Yusuke moving... Okay, never mind. That's why I disliked it because, like, Yusuke moving beyond yeah. loss and stuff or, like, accepting the loss and learning to live with it, but then Genkai came back... Yeah, because like you, you've been because in that way, yeah, like because like, you said in private that oh, this might be worse than Pell, but because re- like see, I didn't care because well, my issue is like same with Pell is like why bring them back? What are they gonna do after this? And I don't remember what happens in Chapter Black or three the three with Genkai. 
So I was, and I, I'm also not as invested in the Yuhak show. Like, it's good, but I was just like, I'm used to it. Like, come on. I, we just heard fairy tale, you know? It was like a dream. Fucking mackerel. <laughs> but, um, so I'm just like, oh, Genkai's alive. Okay. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, especially, yeah, now that you put it that way, I don't know. I guess, like, reading it, I didn't feel like, oh, I, I didn't feel the burning hatred that I did the first time. I was like, oh, this is, this is terrible. So basically, you, you had a fairy tale moment where it's like, you already had the burning anger, and then revisiting it, like, what are you going to do, feel the anger again? Like, because that was me the entire time with fairy tale. It's like, I did a seven-part series, do, expo- like, explaining what's bad about all these things. I don't care anymore, you know? Maybe, maybe like, it was more so like that. that it wasn't sense. more that, like... I have accepted that this is a good thing, but it's more just, like, I've accepted that it exists. So, like, then... Yeah, because now that I think about, uh, like, what Genkai does later in the story, uh, as far as, like, her role... Her role as, like, a main character is kind of over here. Like, she does She's still around, yeah, yeah. but she doesn't do much. And so, yeah, her surviving is kind of... okay. Like, if it was in service of something, it, maybe yeah, so it, it would be less, it would be more forgivable, but she doesn't really... So maybe you're right, maybe it is worse than Pell, because, like, I don't think, like, Pell is very weird, for a few reasons that we discussed, but, like, this definitely takes away something, and One Piece is ongoing, so even though it's very unlikely, there's always, there's there's the possibility that something will justify Pell being alive, where in this case, apparently that's not true. Because I that's why, I, like, again, I didn't have a strong reaction in the first place. I was going to say, oh, yeah, okay, Genkai's alive. That's a little... At first, I wasn't even sure if it was, like, if, like, if they were just seeing her. Because I'm a weird ghost shit. It's it's a ghost manga. But, uh, no, she's actually alive. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's, it, again, yeah, it didn't bother me. It does, and yeah, it does kind of take away um, from the ending. So I understand frustrations to it. Um, or it does take away in that, that, that whole, you know, moving on kind of thing. So... Very sad. Yeah, because like um, to, we know that Yusuke accepts his humanity, but in the end, what did he, what did he lose and grow from? Like, because Kuwabara survived and that was fine, but with Genkai, I don't think it's quite the same. Yeah, he kind of, yeah, yeah. Unless fair. someone can so, like better um, explain it to me in a way that like, that would yeah. Um, again, I'm always open to alternative perspectives and. I mean, this because this arc does have a lot of, like, it has more moving parts because it has, like, other characters. Like, maybe there's some contrasts I haven't thought about. And, yeah, maybe I'd love to hear more. And because Togoro's interesting. There's probably things I didn't get a chance to talk about that I maybe wrote a note of and I didn't think about while discussing or stuff I haven't even thought about because Togoro and Yusuke, that's good shit. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's, yeah. Um, I think that about ends our discussion, though. Overall thoughts revisited. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's good. Um best tournament arc ever i hope not if not because like it's bad or like as a tournament arc i just hope like i always hope to find more good things that i like you know i've always said like i would love to find something i like better than one piece please where is it where is it i want to know because it's just i mean even it's just so improbable because of like how long i've been with one piece but um you know and yeah no so yeah I'd say it's my favorite arc so far, um, even if a lot of it is just like, yeah, that was a fight. Um, but Yusuke versus Togoro is really good. Like, yeah, like I said, Togoro is probably my second favorite character after Yusuke um, with uh, Hiei and Kuwabara. They had some good moments, especially like the Yukino one that made me laugh was <laughs> stand out. Uh, Genkai's good. Karama. I <laughs> feel bad this, um, about that um, tournament. <laughs> yeah, like, 
it, it does have a really strong ending, so I can't even really say that I dislike the arc. Uh, because, like, even if it does have that slow start, um, like, I, uh-huh. I understand why people, like, cause there are really good things in this arc. So I understand why. Yes, talking about, like, yeah. And like I said, talking about the arc made me understand more why people like it than reading it. So that, uh, you know, helped me. Um, Yu Yu Hakusho, anyway, better on. than a 4 out of 10. You heard it here first. <laughs> it's, I, oh, I didn't, t- did I not say it's, I have it as, uh, I think you might now. have actually said that last um, time. I think I said it, I had a 5 last time. It was only a 6 Ooh, after I read Slowly Dark moving Tournament, up there. Maybe so. Chapter Black, we can push it to, to a, yeah. a 7, maybe. Ooh. And then I'll pull it back to a 6 uh, after Three Kings. Because <laughs> I know, well, you have different feelings off it because you watched the anime. I'm very curious as to that. Yeah, I want to see how, like, the. Apparently, the anime yeah, adds a lot Yeah, I want to know what, and... like, the, the manga version of Three Kings is. Well, because it's only 20 chapters. I don't know how many episodes it was. It was less, yeah, it was less than is... 20 episodes in the anime. It was maybe, like, 15 or something. Okay. Okay. Hmm, that makes it Which, you know, it's definitely um, not, like, the two-to-one ratio, like, two chapters an episode. It's... Right. But they, I've heard they added stuff, so, um, I'm curious. So, anyway, uh, that about does it for the Dark Tournament. Um, yay, I enjoyed you, Hog Show! Uh, no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll see if that holds up next time when we cover Chapter Black, which... I hope so, because that's the, probably the arc I'm looking forward Same. to the most. Um, so anyway, Chapter Black is chapters 113, uh, actual 113, not online reader 113. No, like I said, it was the um, Viz volume two. that labeled it 113, which confused me. Oh, did it? That's weird, actually. Um, I, the first chapter, Chapter Black 2, apparently what's 153, and I believe for it was the last, What, what which volumes were translated? A, 16 uh, to 19 i think because i downloaded 16 to 19 okay because i have those last four volumes so um so we will be reading so for the last like um six for volume 16 and the part of 17 that is chapter black uh we will not be reading viz will we, we will be reading the fan translation um so which that starts on 139 by my download um it might vary i don't know because like you had another chapter where that was fan well yeah i've been going off the um, the manga so. decks thing which just isn't an, okay. it's entirely fan translated oh okay so like gotcha. i was only kind of checking um, it if i came across a particularly like yeah a weird vis- or something ism. that didn't sound yeah, okay. right based but on what the, i remembered from the anime yeah but for uh yeah 16 or volume 16 onwards uh, 139 will be we'll i'll be talking about the fan translation as well because that um apparently gets across more than meaning though there are some still oddities in the fan translation um, I don't know. It's you'd think with Togashi having so many passionate fans, you'd think someone would go through and do it. I guess I maybe guess, with like, I, guess, I would see, guess like, like maybe manga translation is like not as popular as like yeah. anime translation, like fan subs as opposed to yeah. Well, because it's it needs. Well, yeah, that's true. Because like fan subs, you literally just put text yeah. on a screen with uh, at, and with manga translation, you're redrawing like people because you have to like. Like, one example is when a character is doing an internal monologue, they have the text on the panel. And so they, you have to re- remove the Japanese text and redraw what's supposed to be there and then add the the, Amer- the English text, you know? Yeah. So it's like, if there's no... Because usually speech bubbles, like, you just delete the text in the bubble and replace it. So it's like, that's... The no- like, there's way more work for manga. So I guess the thing about that, it makes more sense. It is still sad, though. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time.